What's going on, best friends, and welcome to another episode of Best Friends Talk Funny, a kind of funny community podcast all about the best friends that make up this community. My name is Kyle Stevenson, a.k.a. Who Dat Ninja 73 and on tonight's episode, we have a very special guest, but before I introduce who my special guest is on this episode, even though you already know who it is, because you clicked on the episode to listen or, or watch, I guess, I don't know. Oh, no, I'm not doing video anymore. See, I'm so confused. It's been a long day, uh, a very emotional day because I got to see my twin nieces graduate from pre-K and they're getting way too big and I don't want to see that happen anymore. I want to keep them tiny and small and, and so they don't leave me when they get older. Uh, this show, Best Friends Talk Funny, will not have a new episode next week, the week of June 25th, 2018, because I will be in San Francisco, California for Kind of Funny Prom. So if you see me there, if you're listening and you're going, please come on up, give me a big old hug, say hi, introduce yourself. I would love to meet some new best friends. And hey, if you want to, you know, say Hey, Kyle, I would love to be on your show one day. We'll exchange info right there, and I'll put you on the big old list that I have. Um, and we'll get to it whenever I can and whenever you're available. Um, but that's neither here nor there. You're listening to this because of my guest. And my guest is Andrew Taylor, a.k.a. Papa Drew Bear on Twitter. Andrew's a fantastic person. I met him at PSX last year when we were staying in the Airbnb and I was kind of the odd man out. Um, I was very nervous because I was walking into a situation where I didn't really know a lot of the best friends that were staying at that Airbnb very well. Uh, but everyone there was fantastic and Andrew was among them uh, and he made that trip much more memorable and we had a fantastic conversation in this episode a record-breaking conversation uh, we talked for over two hours which is crazy to me uh, I never thought I would hit that milestone on a one-on-one -on -one podcast like this um, so since it's two hours I'll stop jibber-jabbering and let's get to know a best friend a bit better Kind of funny is best friends. What that means is we are there for each other. What that means is that you can go to any kind of funny live event. You can go to an RTX. You can go to a PAX. And if you see someone in one of our shirts, you can go up and talk to them. You can go to dinner with them. Kind of funny is this. Andrew, thank you for joining me yeah. on tonight's episode of Best Friends Talk Funny. What's going on, buddy? Not a whole lot. Um, currently looking for a new job. I didn't get that one job that I... Oh, you didn't? No. But that's no. fine. I mean, everything works out in the end. You know, yeah. they, you know the whole cliche of what they say. Oh, well, if it wasn't meant to be, it wasn't meant to be. That kind of whole thing, but... Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm optimistic for whatever comes next and, mm -hmm. uh, just focusing on kind of taking care of myself in every way possible. Um, I've been going to the gym a lot and I got a personal trainer right now. And so that just kind of helps me, helps me to keep busy. Um, mm -hmm. just how's that going? 
really the well. Really well. It's it's definitely because I've been doing it for almost a month now, and I've kind of like shifted a little bit. Like I haven't lost like a lot of weight, but I've actually gained weight. But it's just been basically t- turning fat into muscle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is yep. mm-hmm. which is a good thing. So um, for anyone out there that's getting into you know getting fit or whatever don't get discouraged that you're not losing a ton of weight at first because really what's happening is that your body is just turning that that fat into muscle so um how in, how intense are the workouts that the trainer's giving you like so the nice thing is that they just kind of tailor everything to like what you can handle so i mean if if there's anything that you can't handle or that's just like too difficult uh, you just let them know, and then they'll kind of change it around for you just so you can kind of get through it. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can always come back to it. You know, don't have to be like, oh, well, I'm never going to be able to do that because, you know, I wholeheartedly believe that if you put your mind to something and, you know, prepare your body for whatever, you can definitely get it accomplished. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you, it's been fun. Yeah. Do you have, like, a least favorite activity to do in the gym? Because one of my least favorites, like when I went to the gym a lot in high school, was the uh, the mountain climbers. Okay, yeah, yeah. I actually just did those I the other day. I hate those. <laughs> so what I did the other day was, for anyone out there that's kind of like a workout, you know, workout in, I don't know, what I can't think of the right word, aficionado. Aficionado, yeah. There you go. Uh, I did burpees and mountain climbers Oof. that were like hybrid. So if you know what a burpee is, you're essentially like – getting on the ground kind of doing a push-up and then jumping back up to ju- mm-hmm. like basically doing a jumping jack and a push-up at the same time i don't know it's hard but this time it was jump down do 10 mountain climber climbers so that's five on each side so your left and right legs and then jumping back up and it was <laughs> it was a shit show but i was able to get it done i mean it's definitely not easy so um but yeah, yeah. it's it's been a good experience so Anyone out there that's curious about getting a personal trainer, like definitely reach out to me if you're more curious about it. And, you know, I, I, I suggest it, you know, um, yeah, it's all about like, it's all about figuring out what your body can handle. Um, and the nice thing about having a personal trainer, cause a lot of people, you know, what they don't realize is that 20% of it is working out. The 80% of it is eating like yep. well you know what i mean like not mm. eating mcdonald's every day which i wasn't yeah. which i wasn't in the first place but uh-huh. i wasn't eating the greatest so um now i've been more like doing food prep and stuff like that so that's actually helped out a lot um mm-hmm. but yeah i mean slowly but surely i'm getting there and it's i'm not like losing a ton of weight but that's totally fine with me it's mm-hmm. it's all about figuring out what i want to do at the gym which is really fun so and you've got to feel a whole lot better too. Oh yeah, like yeah. Anyone that's like struggling with depression or stress or whatever, like the gym is such a perfect place to kind of release mm-hmm. that whole, you know, all that bad juju and you know whatever you want yeah. to call it. So, um, yeah, I definitely encourage it. So, yeah, I've been getting back into uh, DDP yoga. Oh, cool. Yeah, I've been doing some of that, and that even though it's like yoga and it's not seen as like a major workout at least i didn't think of it beforehand yeah. but man that kicks your ass so when you're not it ready does. for it and, you, and you're really just like holding poses and yeah like isolating muscles and man you you are sore after oh yeah for sure yeah i think a lot of people think that when it comes to working out they have to do so much activity for it to even count for anything but mm. i think that's a misconception 
is you know because the other day i was doing uh like the row machine if you know what that is yeah yeah and i was like oh this isn't bad and then like after doing like 900 meters i was like dying i was like this was yeah. this was really hard and it worked like everything so yeah i think there's like a misconception that people feel like they have to like really increase the weight and all that kind of stuff like the reps i'm like just just do the workout you'll feel it eventually like it just takes yeah. a little time but yeah no that sounds awesome yeah i've never done yeah. yoga before so I and I haven't been inside like a like a gym in such a long time. Yeah, uh, but when I did, uh, I used to hate seeing the people that would just like you know be there to socialize. Oh yeah, and like take up the machines. Are they still around? Yeah, yeah, they they're still uh, there. I I got to see an old guy hit on like a twenty year old the other day, mm. and that was fun because he got shot down immediately, and then he was all creepy, and I'm like. Bro, just walk away. Like, and you say, how old, like, old man, how old like is old? 50. <laughs> oh, like, just God. gross, like, old, yeah. sweaty, like, wrinkled man. And I'm like, why? Why? Yeah. Why come to the gym? Like, just leave her alone. Like, she probably comes to the gym to be like, she wants to feel good about herself. Like, yeah. she wants to get in shape. And she doesn't want to get, like, berated by, like, some old dude yep. that's just weird. So it's like. I just shook my head, but it was still funny. It's, you know, she was like, ah, ha, ha, like trying to like get them away from her. It was- yeah. The, those people that, you know, just go to hit on girls, like see the, see like the, the cute chick up on a treadmill and yeah. there's an open one right next to him. But there's also like eight other ones open so yeah. elsewhere. They go straight there. Yeah. Like why, how can you have a conversation <laughs> while someone's working on a treadmill? You, I don't I, you, you can't. Like when, with my personal trainer, sometimes he'll have me start out on the treadmill. And then um, like he'll try to have a conversation with me. I'm like, dude, I can't talk to you at the same time. <laughs> no. Like It's really yeah. difficult. So. My, dad, my dad used to tell me like if you could talk if you're doing aerobics – you're not working hard enough. You yeah, gotta, you got to keep going. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's it's funny. It's it's a new it's a new it's a new environment for me. Like just yeah. people watching is fun too. And see them like kind of over exaggerate their workouts is really funny too. Where they're like <laughs> screaming, and I'm like, I have no idea why you're screaming right now. Um, yeah, <laughs> or they they pace up and down the whole gym. Yeah, yep. to, to do like you know not a crazy amount yeah. of weight. They're just kind of psyched themselves. Yeah, up. and I, I've seen a crazy amount of people walk into the gym fully clothed doing workouts. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, no. There, there was a kid that I went to high school with who used to go to the gym and work out in jeans. And yeah, a polo. it was like, it's like, how do you do that? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> and then he has like running shoes on. I'm like, okay. I mean, whatever works out for you, I guess. But yeah. Maybe you yeah. can't afford workout clothes. I don't know. And the thing I actually, now that you brought it up, that I wanted to ask you about was, you, you talk about uh, food prep. Yeah. How, how is, because that's my big issue, is the oh, food. Oh, yeah. Dude, uh, same here. How is the food prep? Like, is it, what do you do? You cook a bunch of stuff, like, on Monday or, or Sunday or? Yeah. Well, that is the thing I wanted to kind of figure out first and foremost. I mean, because, work, like I said, work working out is a big part of it, but. Like I said before, what they say is that 20% of it is working out. The other 80% of it is eating well. So uh, my biggest problem, I'm not sure, you know, whatever, you know, what you think might be a problem for you is, is just like knowing what to cook. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not the, I'm not the greatest cook and I'm not afraid to admit that. But you know, if, if you put a recipe in front of me, like I can pretty much make anything, you know, and Mm -hmm. if I have the tools and you know, the ingredients to make that I'll, I can definitely make that. So I'm not like 
cooking deficient or anything like that but i just have like a hard time coming home and like wanting to put the time into like work so my way of curing that whole situation has been a slow cooker or like a crock like a crock pot so my um personal trainer uh jordan who's also like my virtual trainer as well so like we have this app together uh with anytime fitness where he's able to message me at pretty much any time of the day and just like send me workouts or recipes or whatever so he sent me like a ton of recipes that work really well in the slow cooker um there is this one recipe that i highly recommend and if anyone is interested feel free to reach out to me but it is like a teriyaki chicken uh like pulled chicken recipe Mm -hmm. so it's like there's honey in there there's like low sodium like soy sauce uh rice wine vinegar um just like a bunch of stuff and you just put it in a crock pot for like four hours put it on high and then after that you take the chicken out you shred all the chicken up you take the sauce out you put the sauce in a pan you put some cornstarch in the pan to make like kind of like a gooey like mm-hmm. a sweet and sour sauce think of it like that way and then you put the chicken back in the crock pot put the sauce on top of it mix it all together uh cook it for another 20 minutes and then it's it's great like it's spicy it's sweet it's only like per serving it's like 200 calories so it's not a lot um mm-hmm. and you would never know that by tasting it so i highly suggest it if you're interested That's in awesome. any slow cooker recipes i have <laughs> a ton i have a ton right now so the slow cooker is kind of like my saving grace at mm-hmm. the moment because like i said before i just don't like cooking <laughs> yeah i don't either it's all about like cleaning up for me that's kind of what i think it all you know stems mm-hmm. from is like oh i don't want to do that because i have to clean it all up um so yeah I, I i i love like i love what's going on right now you know it's definitely not easy you know with working mm-hmm. out and cooking but like if you're interested definitely feel free to reach out to me because like i have all these recipes and it just makes life so much easier like the slow cooker is is like the way to go when it comes to cooking awesome. i think so yeah that's that's how i get that's how i knock everything out like you just spend a whole week in cooking and then Mm -hmm. like your whole week is basically good to go and then you don't have to worry about any of it and you know the food's obviously going to get old after a while but it's going to be fine for like a week a week and a half sometimes so just obviously eat the food eventually so (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome yeah um so let's get into how we know each other andrew yeah we we met at psx we did this last year psx 2017 yeah, and it was uh, – I actually remember meeting you because I was there with my suitcase and stuff because I got there super early. Yeah. And uh, I guess uh, either you guys just showed up, you and uh, and uh, Liza just showed up. Yeah. And uh, we realized we were at the same Airbnb, or at least I knew you were. Yeah. And, but we haven't met each other before then. And then they're like, hey, do you want to, you know, a ride over instead of walking? Yeah. And I appreciate that because yeah. it was hot. <laughs> it was hot out. I, I was like – we're like a mile and a half away or however yeah. far. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's staying with us. So let's just, <laughs> you can ride with me. Like yeah. it's hot and kind of humid out. It was gross, but which is weird for us. Cause we come from colder climates yeah. in December yeah. and we, I, at least for me, cause that was my first time, like in those type of months in yeah. California. Yeah. It was, and it, I was, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. It was super cold back here in Minnesota at the time. So, be switching from really cold to 
like I think it was maybe 80 degrees or so. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't actually humid now that I think about it, but it was just kind of like that dry heat. But I mean, mm. if you're out in it long enough, like you're just going to get tired and sweaty a little bit. So yeah, yeah, it was, it was a good, that was a good time. I, I, I had a lot of fun at PSX this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a good thing to go to. I'm happy I went. Yeah. I, I hope I can afford this year. Yeah, me too. But part of me is like, come out east. <laughs> come yeah. out to New York. I want to go to We have to the PlayStation PAX. Theater, you yeah. know. Yeah, I want to go to PAX this year. Or technically, probably April. Or whenever it's going to be PAX. PAX East? PAX East, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's around April, March, April. Yeah, everyone keeps saying, like, PAX East is the place to go. Uh, I see a lot of people go to PAX West, too, and I'd like to go there, but... Yeah. It's just like so many of these conventions that I want to go to. Like I'm bummed that I can't go to Kind of Funny Prom, but yeah, the more I, the more I think about it, it's like it's going to be really expensive, and a lot of people are putting like a lot of money into it. I mean, that's yeah, that's great and everything because they're treating it like an actual prom. Yeah. So they're like mm-hmm. people are like, getting limos and renting tux. And I'm like, I, I, not me. That's too much. <laughs> like I'll just walk into it with like a t-shirt on and shorts or whatever. Like, yeah. I just I don't. I was gonna go all out costume wise. Yeah. And then I ordered. Do you remember Zubaz pants? Yeah, I have a pair. Yeah, yeah. I ordered them, and they were too small. Damn it! And it was the highest size, and, <laughs> or it wasn't even small. Like they fit, but like it was way too tight. Wh- where did you get and it from? The actual website. Oh, like Zubaz the website. Oh, yeah, that's funny. yeah. So I was I was really bummed because I was gonna go with like a Fresh Prince oh, type of getup. Uh, so I have to figure out something to do in the next week and a half before yeah. prom, but I'll figure it out. I'm sure um, it'll work out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. So you're from Minnesota. I am. How how cold does it get in Minnesota? Because I've heard stories. Um, so I'd say this last winter, the coldest we got was around negative between negative twenty five and negative twenty. That was the coldest mm-hmm. it got. Jeez. The coldest it's ever been, though, for me here in Minnesota, was two thousand and. 13 or 14 it, it might have been that winter of 2013 to 2014 like the very beginning of 2014 mm-hmm. and it was negative like 45 outside uh, so that was the coldest it ever got here and i still had class at college i didn't go though because i'm like yeah that's stupid that i mm-hmm. am still you know permitted or have to go to class or whatever so that's crazy i didn't go negative that day. 40 yeah Good lord so that lasted that lasted one day and then it started getting a little bit warmer so it like went yeah. to like negative 20 so i was <laughs> able to go to class the next day did yeah. i want to go to class no. no um but yeah that's that's about the coldest it's ever gotten have you lived in minnesota your whole life i have yep so yeah. I for people out there who know me or don't know me, I am actually adopted from South America, Colombia, oh, Bogota. I did not know that. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that, yeah. but until I show them photos of like my family who are all white people and I'm uh-huh. <laughs> I'm Latino, they're like, uh, there's <laughs> there's like some disconnect here we don't know about. So yeah, uh, but yeah, so adopted. I. <clears throat> was like six months old when I was adopted. So like, I have no recollection of that at all whatsoever. Um, but yeah, I was raised in, in central Minnesota and then I moved to Northern Minnesota in fifth grade. And then once I graduated, uh, in 2010, a couple years after that, I decided to move down to Southern Minnesota, uh, to the biggest city, Minneapolis, St. Paul. 
which is the twin cities. That's what we call it here because they're two cities directly next to each other, which pretty much make a super city. Uh, but I actually technically live in South Minneapolis in Richfield. So uh, it's, it's a good area. Like I, anyone that's like curious about Minnesota, like I, I, I don't shit on Minneapolis like at all whatsoever. Cause mm-hmm. there's so much to do here during the summer. Like there's lakes, trails, movies people are drinking patios like there's a lot going on you know like we got baseball and yeah you got the twins right? we got the minnesota twins they're not doing the greatest this year or no, like neither are my mets or ever <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah i mean it's it's still fun to like go to games regardless if your team's good or not especially with baseball yeah. when it comes to football though if my team's not doing well i get very angry yeah uh, that's the only sport here that i really care about <laughs> but you had a great Great season as a Great fan season, yeah, and then the freaking Eagles. But, yeah. you know. I, I, we can connect with this because <laughs> yeah. I'm a Giants fan, so I have to deal with Eagles fans yeah. a lot. You had a rough – yeah. That, but you you got up close and personal with them because the Super Bowl was in Minnesota. But, see, that was – another thing I was talking about that the other day with my personal trainer, I was like, because uh, United States is supposed to hold the World Cup here pretty soon. Uh, within okay. like the next few years or something like that, like U.S., Canada, and Mexico is holding the World Cup here in like three or four years. I, I don't know. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's not really going to be fun if any of those countries are represented in the World Cup because we're just going to be watching a bunch of other countries, you know, play each other. And it yeah. was funny because I, I was like, oh, I feel I know exactly how that feels because we were one game away from playing in our own stadium in our first Super Bowl, mm-hmm. you know, like, well, not our first. I don't, it wasn't, it was our first. I, I, I don't know. I, maybe I'm a but f- first in the, in the new place. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what I meant. The first yeah. Super Bowl in the, in the newest stadium where we would have actually been playing in our own stadium. So, um, it was, it was rough. Like Eagles fan. I saw way more Eagles fans than I saw Patriots fans and Eagles fans are assholes. And I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you're an Eagles fan, but please prove me wrong. Like, yeah. Yeah, like they were just rowdy and drunk and super like I, I purposely wore like my Viking stuff. Like I have a black Viking sweater. I'm sure. I think you've seen it before, Kyle. Yeah. yeah. And like I have a couple different Vikings uh, uh, hats that I wear every once in a while. So I was purposely just wearing that, like not saying anything to anyone. And then I would just get like shit on and I'm like, OK, cool. Like. That just yeah. confirms your whole fan base is kind of mm-hmm. garbage. So I think that's the Philly sports fans in general because yeah. the Phillies fans are, are even worse. Like it's one yeah. of my life goals is to see a baseball game in every stadium. That's awesome. And uh, I usually I'm a Mets fan, so I wear my Mets hat or whatever wherever I go. Yeah. And I was in Cleveland once uh, when I was up at college. We drove all the way to Cleveland for an Indians game, and uh, sitting there in the stands, and right next to me sits a Philly fan. And it seems everywhere I go, there's a Phillies fan there. And yeah. no matter what, they'll see the Mets hat and start tormenting me. That's it's like, this terrible. isn't even your home stadium, dude. <laughs> Just <laughs> let's watch a baseball game yeah. and have fun. Like, yeah. enjoy the sport. Yeah. <sighs> it, it was it was funny um, before before I get too far. But uh, yeah. if you ever come to Minnesota, hit me up. I'll go to Target Center with you. It'll be, oh, it, absolutely. That is a great stadium because there's not a bad seat in that stadium. You can see the game anywhere you're sitting. Yeah. Uh, but going back a little bit, when we were at Kind of Funny Live 3 this last year, um, 
Liza and I went to a Giants game because the Twins were playing the same time we were there, which nice. was perfect. So yeah. we were probably 10 out of two out of the 10 like Twins fans that were there at the Giants yeah. game. And we were just getting shit on because we were just destroying them. It was like four to zero at the end of the night. Yeah. And like their team just could not make any plays. So uh, it was pretty fun walking out of there with a win. And everyone's mm-hmm. just kind of looking at you like, oh, Twins fans. Like, uh, but yeah. How is, how is AT&T Stadium? That's a fun park. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's fun. Like, you sit down, you can see a great view of Oakland, like the bay and everything. Like, I, I definitely recommend, like, because I think one of the kind of funny events this year is that you Yeah, guys, we're going this year. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. So yeah. I I recommend it. That's a that's a good uh, park to have a baseball game at. I've been to Yankee Stadium before eight years okay. ago, so I know what that stadium's like. And that that's a pretty nice stadium, too. I like it that is. place. Yeah. But the yeah, Yankees it's a beautiful suck. Stadium. <laughs> they do. They do. They I fucking <laughs> hate the Yankees. So I think uh, yeah. we share that. <laughs> yep, absolutely. I don't uh, mind the Mets. I'm like, the Mets are fine, but the Yankees suck. <laughs> the funny thing is I grew up a Yankee fan because oh, really? my whole family's Yankee fans. Yeah. And then the first friend I made in public school after I moved out of Catholic school mm-hmm. uh, was a Mets fan. And I was just like, you know what? I like this guy, kid. Yeah. I like the I like the orange and blue because they're oh, like yeah. nice bright colors. They're not just, you know, yeah. boring-ass white and mm-hmm. really dark navy blue slash black. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I made that choice, and I'm happy to be rooting for an underdog. Yeah. That's something I wish, like, Patriots fans, Yankee fans, uh, I don't even know what the hockey equivalent of those two are. The Penguins. But, the Penguins? Yeah. But, like, I want them to take, I don't know, a decade and real of, like, mediocrity so they can understand, like, where I'm coming from. Yeah. Why, when people laugh at me when the Mets made the World Series a couple years ago, I was, like, crying. Yeah, because like I've been through so much shit, yeah. and it was I it was surreal yeah. to see them in the World Series, and oh, yeah, I feel, I, I'm getting goosebumps right yeah. now. Like I can't I can't wait for it to happen. I feel, like I've uh, seen my Giants win Super Bowls, yeah. against the Patriots, and they're fantastic. But like the Mets hold a special place in my heart because they're just a bunch of fuck ups. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I may win. never feel that feeling like with the Twins. Oh, you will. Like it's been oh, with the twins. Okay, I was gonna say the Vikings. I, Vikings are better chance than we are prime. We're prime for glory this year. I said that this last year, and everyone's like, huh, "You got Case Keenum." I'm like, at the end of the year, I was like, "We went 13 and three, and we almost almost went to the Super Bowl." Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. And their their teams didn't make it, so I'm like, "Yeah, all right, you know." <laughs> yeah. I guess shit on me. I mean, <laughs> we were so close, but it is what it is. I uh, I almost went to the uh, Minneapolis Miracle game. Where oh. Stefan Diggs caught that, yeah. and the timer had run out, clear, clear clear line of sight, ran it in. I was just like, I was watching that over at my friend Steven's house, and I was screaming. I was crying because I'm like, I just hate the Saints so much. Like they're mm-hmm. they're just like a thorn in our side. Like we've always yeah. been kind of screwed over by them. So I just was like, oh, thank God, like it's finally happened. Like. I just can't stand the Saints, but yeah, yeah. Sports are fun. They are fun. <laughs> Everyone's like, fun. I hate sports. I'm like, sports are fun though. Like if you get into it, so yeah, yeah. It's there, and you know, not to bore everyone that's not a sports fan, <laughs> but like people like to shit on baseball, yeah. thinking it's boring. Like I understand where you're coming from. Go to a baseball game, you'll have a but go to a baseball game, time. and when you really look into 
like the stats yeah. and the matchups, there's always like a story. Like it's a soap opera. Yeah. There's always a story where you know something historic happens, like regularly. Yep. And it, that old saying, like, "How can you not be romantic about baseball?" is one hundred percent true. It, it is. It is really true. And like, it's just, it's just a fun time. Like, even if you don't like baseball, like pre-game a little bit, you know, going yeah. with a little buzz, you know, maybe get a hot Every dog. Every stadium has great food now. There's always a good spot with some good stuff. You gotta come to uh, Target Center. We have this yeah. place called Red Cow, and they make some of the best burgers I've ever had in my life. Ooh. And, like, they're, they're like, legit, like, patties. Like, they're made fresh and everything like that. It's not, like, yeah. McDonald's quality. It's, it's yeah. like, gourmet burgers, so. Like, City Field is, I'm a little spoiled, because they have Shake Shack in Center Field. Ooh. So I, that's my pregame whenever that I sounds, go. That sounds really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, so I'm sorry about talking about sports <laughs> so much, listeners, but uh, I saw recently on your Twitter, mm. Andrew, which we'll get into your origin of your Twitter name in a little bit. But <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> uh, private chat, you're thinking about bringing back, and private chat is your podcast that you had. For yeah. All. So for listeners out there that, like I, I've said this before, that don't know me or haven't heard of private chat or whatever um that was kind of more so it, it was similar to this um but it was kind of like talking about people's um projects that they're working on so like i've talked to you kyle mm-hmm. which i just realized the other day i was like i still need to put that episode out it's fine but i'll i'll probably do like oh it's coming back and here's two old episodes because i did one with you and ben bellevue that i'd never put oh, out sweet so I'd put those two out and then be like, oh, okay, well, then this is the new, like, official episode or whatever. I'll, mm-hmm. I still have to figure it out. But I've had you on there. I've had, like, Alex Van Aken and Blessing and Ian Purcell all from OK Beast on there. Alex O'Neill from Irrational Passions. Just, like, people who are, like, in the games industry to some capacity. You know, all the content you've probably seen either in the Facebook group, which – I don't have Facebook anymore because I got rid of that. But Mm -hmm. um, so you won't find me on Facebook, but you'll definitely find me on Twitter. Um, But yeah, all the people you've seen like in the Facebook group on Twitter, probably at events or whatever. Like I've had a lot of those people come on and just kind of talk about the things that they're passionate about, you know, which is, you know, video games. That's I feel like that's kind of the common passion that we all have, you know, for everyone that's listening is video games and just nerd culture in general. You know, whether, you know, there's, I, I have met a couple of kind of funny people that are like, well, I'm not really into video games, but I just kind of like listening to the guys. I'm like, that's cool. Like, yeah, <laughs> no one's definitely cool. No one's shaming you for not liking video games. But, yep. um, but yeah, so private chat was just kind of, uh, spotlighting people and like the cool stuff that they're doing in the community. Uh, like I said, a little bit similar to this. Um, and then for the new show, which is still called private chat. I'm thinking of kind of having like a different format where mm-hmm. I could have the same guest on multiple times, just kind of based on whatever topic that we're talking about. So I'm probably kind of going to format it a little bit different where it's more topical based. And then like, I might have some episodes where it's brand new people who are talking about the things that they're like working on. So I'm still figuring it out and kind of mm-hmm. writing things down and just, I want to make it as best as possible before I bring it back. Um, yeah. And that's that's just I have more than enough time right now since I don't have a job um, to figure that all out. And yeah, um, but yeah, so private chat that that took a break starting in February, and I, I'm hoping to get it you know off the ground yeah. here within the next month. But you that's know. super exciting because that that's something like you asked me to be on it, and yeah. you know, and 
inside me in my brain i was like i don't deserve to be honest but like (laughs) (laughs) i thank you for reaching out because that definitely helped ease the nerves because i think that was before i even that was before this out yeah i think that like your first episode was just coming out at the time before we recorded and so i thought that was really cool that you were focusing on just people within like the kind of funny community and just kind of like oh hey this is why this person's awesome and mm-hmm. like this is what they do or you know just like having yeah. a topical discussion like i did i've done a lot of podcasts with people that i haven't even met in person before and like it's fun to just have those conversations because i feel like some of those people may have uh just kind of they kind of feel like outcasted within the community. Mm-hmm. So like, I just want to make, like, I'm kind of one of those people that just wants to make people feel comfortable. Cause like, yeah. it's a big community. So it's hard to like find people to kind of like your group. And I don't, yeah. I don't want to say like a click or anything like that. Cause I don't believe in clicks, but like, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of like your friend group or whatever, you know, we're all yeah. friends, but you know, there's subgroups or whatever you want to call it. But for sure, yeah. you always want to make someone feel you know, included. So yeah. I, I, you, you don't want to like show up, like for example, like kind of funny problem you show up and even though, yeah, we're all best friends and, yeah. and we're friendly to each other on Twitter, but you show up and then you like, no, one isolate like, yourself. Hey, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't want that to happen. I'm just like, you know, I want to make sure everyone's comfortable. Yeah, I, you know? every, every time I go and I know that this is the first year I'm not going, but every time I go, I always meet someone new. Like I yeah. never stick to like the same people that I've, met the year before like i still i still connect with those people obviously but i'm taking the time to like hey i'm andrew you know like is this your first time how many times you've been here and i i've seen that before and i was actually gonna like do do a post like on facebook if i was gonna go but i didn't i'm not going this year and like i just want to be like hey if this is your first time and you're going to prom like this is your first event and you're the one that you chose was kind of funny prom which i feel kind of puts on a little bit more pressure for people because Mm -hmm. i feel like they have to feel like they have to go with someone they have to have a suit it's like you know don't feel don't feel like you have to do that and like don't feel like you have to impress anyone you know just come have fun like talk with me you know like just let's just be friends like that kind of thing like I don't want people to feel like they have to go above and beyond, you know, to have a good time. Yeah. So, and, and in some ways, like the prom setting, yeah, the prom, the word prom is kind of scary. Oh and yeah, I totally get that. But like having it in this setting is now more of just a, an excuse just to hang out. Like, oh yeah, yeah I'm sure they they've said that there's going to be some live show type elements to it. But like, I go, to, I'm now going for this. Yeah, the show's great. I love seeing the guys and Joey, and you know, I want obviously want to say hi to them and hang out, but. Yeah. I want to hang out with the best friends. Like, yeah. that's my favorite part of the whole thing. And I feel like prom, we'll just stand around, we'll drink. If you want to dance, great. <laughs> if you're an awful dancer and you need to drink to dance like me, then yeah. do that. But, like, you know, just hang out and have a good time, which I think yeah. is great. Yeah, I th- that's that's why I'm super bummed that I'm not going this year is because I feel like it's just a good opportunity for people to just, like, mix and, like, yeah. have a good time and, and don't focus too much on, like, the event itself but just more mm-hmm. so of like connecting with each other which i think is a good theme this year yeah I and mean, like prom is high school prom was not wasn't great but like no, it you know i feel like in terms of an internet community it could be just a great way to mix with people versus yeah. like high school where everyone hates each other yes <laughs> which absolutely that's what happened yeah <laughs> we'll get into that a bit yeah. later uh so I, I said before your Twitter handle, yeah, Papa Drew Bear. 
Papa Where'd Drew that come from? So, my, for people that have played with me on the internet, my internet username, like my gamer... Uh-huh. my Your gamer tag? Gamer, like, username <laughs> is Papa Dome Shot. Which, okay, nice. <laughs> which is, a dome shot is a headshot, so... Yep. I'm not the greatest with headshots, but I mean, if you play with me in Siege, like I'm decent. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but I actually stole Papa Dome Shot from a friend back in the old Red Dead Redemption days of Ooh. Red Red Redemption Online. And if anyone remembers, like the shootouts and stuff like that, every time my friend got a headshot, he'd go Papa Dome Shot. <laughs> and it wasn't even—I wasn't even the one he was saying it to. He was just kind of saying it. And I was like, okay, all right, cool. And then I got a PS, I got a PS3, and then I made my PSN Papa Dome shot. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the origins of that. And then it shifted over. I was like, well, does anyone ever come up with a good Twitter name? Like a good Twitter yeah. handle? Like no one's Twitter handle is amazing. You know what I mean? No. So like Game Over Greggy. Like think about that. That's a good Twitter handle because yeah. number one, it's Greg Miller. Number two, it's like it just it's it rolls off the tongue easily yeah. and like that's what everyone wants their username to be is like something that would roll off the tongue i'm i'm actually super jealous of the people that can get their handle as just at their first name yeah that's like i would love to just be an at kyle <laughs> yeah. like that's what i want that would be great like at <laughs> yeah. andrew yeah and then like everyone would know who i am pretty much um yeah. or it'd be like the easiest way to find me uh but instead i named it papa drew bear because obviously my name is andrew so mm-hmm. in the bear part i mean I'm I'm thick, so it's yeah. like the bear, Drew yeah. Bear, like you know whatever. But I don't know. Like I said before, Twitter handles are. I, I wish I could just get Andrew Taylor because I've have you ever looked up like your name Twitter handle before? Yes. And it's like I that have. person is not using Twitter, and yep. I've fought for it for so long. It's, it's the Nick Scarpino it. yeah. uh, situation. It's it. I am. We are. Yeah, we're definitely in the Nick Scarpino dilemma, where it's like. I want my I want my own name on Twitter, but I can't have it because yeah. someone when the Twitter started, they just took the username, and now they're not even on Twitter anymore. Yeah, and I guess there's like a way to like fight for it with Twitter, mm-hmm. but I just I'm not really yeah. too worried about it. So yeah, you know what's super weird about my name? There's also another best friend in the community named Kyle Stevenson. Kyle Stevenson, and they work for Twitch, and like. I, they know the guys too. Like they show up and, and sure, and I just thought that was super weird. Oh, with you know. the, the same full name, and we're both in the same. Community. Do they get confused on who who's who? I don't think so. I think at, at one at one point, um, the other Kyle Stevenson was like, "Yeah, people think that I'm the guy with the green beard sometimes," <laughs> and I was like, "No, well, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's it's the way I'm. We just we right just now. have the same name. So. Yeah." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is how you're branded, though. Even though you it haven't is, had it for like a year, it's been like, nope. Oh, the guy with the green beard. Yeah, I remember yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, that will be getting changed very soon. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, a new segment that I want to do on this show is um, instead of you know just talk about what kind of games and movies and stuff we're into. Sure. Uh, I want my guests to give me one thing that they think I should watch, listen to, play, or read. So what are those four? Okay. So what do you got for me, Andrew? We so, had, Nikki told me to watch Jane the Virgin on Netflix. Okay. Which I haven't yet. I just haven't had the time. Okay. Uh, my other guest, Justin, told me that I should be listening to Arcade Fire. Okay. Nice. Which I've listened to a little bit. They're, they're pretty That's good. That's a solid recommendation. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to. So, are you are you into history at all? Uh, yeah, I'm not super into it, but okay. so I enjoy it. There's a show that that just ended. Actually, it's final season. It's six and final season. It's called The Americans. Uh, and it's an, with Carrie Russell, right? With Carrie Russell and Matthew Rise, Rise. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Um, and it's a Cold War era, like 1980s um, spy thriller, kind of espionage mm-hmm. and whatever you want to call it. Um, and it's really good. I for the for the last couple of weeks, I've been like binging that hardcore. I'm like halfway through season two. I'm actually I haven't watched it for like a week or so. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I want to go back and get caught up with all the seasons. But yeah, like I highly recommend that show. Like it, it's a little bit slow to start. I feel like most shows are like that where it's like the Mm -hmm. first couple episodes are kind of like you have to digest and be like, okay, I think I know what's going on. Yeah. But like once it gets going, it it really gets going. Um, that's how I feel like when I, have you ever watched 24? Oh yeah. I've seen all the seasons. So like, Yeah, I have two, and I love Twenty Four. But so, every episode so is so high, you know, high octane balls to the wall. Yeah. Like you need a little bit of a slow build up oh before you just hit over the head constantly yeah. with twists. And I just like I binged <laughs> that show pretty hard. Like I jumped on that show, I think like season four or five, mm-hmm. and then I had to go back and watch like seasons like from one, and then like I watched the whole series again. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that show is pretty ridiculous. Um, like every episode is the same thing. I feel like, yeah. Uh, but there's like, there's like pretty legit twists like in that show, um, and there's always a bad guy, like an uh, always a mole within the system, yes, like within the good always. guys. I'm like, how are you? Like, is no one doing like background checks around here? Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, how, like you, you all like get like bombed every year. Like the the whole CTU like main base place gets bombed like every season. I'm like, seriously, y'all need like my, a new security system. My favorite like you know good guy mole one uh, was his name Carlos. Um, or, like th- it's like other like the main guy of CTU. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I think his in the name later season he turns out to be like a bad guy or like a fake bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, don't make him that. Like yeah. he's one of my favorite characters because yeah. he like he quote unquote dies, I think, and then he yeah. he's like gone for like two or three seasons, and then he comes back, and then he's like a bad guy. Yeah, he's like a drug dealer or like an arms dealer now or something like that. <laughs> I'm like, and he's like all resentful against the government because like Jack can save like his fiance or his girlfriend. I can't remember, yeah. but. I yeah. think his fiance died like in the last episode. Like if somebody blew up a car or something. Yeah, yeah, that show. But it, it's not a it's not a well written show. But no. I, honestly, it has like some decent twists, and now yeah. I kind of want to go watch it again. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, but the Americans. Yeah. So Carrie Russell. Like when I think of Carrie Russell, I think of Felicity. Yeah. Or for me, I yeah. actually really feel. I think of. I always think of Mission Impossible Three. Even oh, though, even though right. she dies in like the first ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. Uh, she, like the bomb blows up in her head or whatever. Um, is she one of the communists? Yeah. So yeah, I, I didn't explain this very well to yeah. you or the listeners, but so the show is a hus- quote unquote husband and wife and they live in Washington DC and they have two kids and it turns out and you find out like right away. So this is not a spoiler or anything like that. They're KGB like, basically like cell agents like they're embedded within the country like no one knows that they're kgb besides like their handlers 
and then like other KGB agents that are like within the area or whatever. But um, they're doing like secret missions, like stealing plans for like U.S. government stuff, and like it's 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 not like James Bondy, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like where there's lots of gadgets or anything like that, because there's like no gadgets, but it's like it's all espionage. It's all like sneaking around and like stealing secrets and killing people. Like it's a really good show. Like I I highly recommend it. And I'm not sure if you have Amazon prime or not, because it's on there. It's on there for free. So like you can watch, you can watch the first five seasons for free season six just ended. So I'm assuming that'll eventually come to Amazon Mm -hmm. prime where I I think you can buy it right now, but I would rather, you probably should just wait. Uh, but I, I recommend it. I mean, try to get through maybe a couple episodes, see what you think. Um, but like overall, it's it's really really fascinating, and like I, a lot of people have uh, talked about it, like on Twitter, like Colin Moriarty has talked about it in the past. Yeah. Like, uh, Brian Altano said it's like one of his favorite shows of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's actually the guy that like kind of pushed me to watch it because I was like I tweeted at him I'm like isn't that on Amazon Prime for like free like you can watch it for free yeah and he tweeted back at me he's like yeah you can totally watch like the first five seasons I'm like oh, okay cool so like one day I was like well I have nothing going on so I started watching that show and I I I like that kind of stuff like I like history and yeah espionage and like spy stuff and. I'm a huge fan of, like, stealth games, so mm-hmm. I'm all about, like, sneaking around versus, like, running gun. Um, so, yeah, I, I highly recommend that show. It's really well written. Um, but the first couple episodes, like I said, it's just mm-hmm. – it's going to be, like, a slow burn, so. Yeah. I mean, if you no, have I, some time, I, yeah. Yeah. I need I need one of those shows in yeah. my life because it's been a while since I've watched something like that. I think the last one I gave a try was Homeland. Okay, yeah. Like in that kind of same vein, and yeah. I liked Homeland. It just it got a little too crazy. Yeah, it, Homeland seemed like a. It seemed like a twenty four like like kind That's of exactly like a twenty four knockoff, yeah. mm-hmm. but like in a different sense. I, I don't know. It, it seemed a little bit more structured versus like twenty four, which is like, oh, we got to stop the bad guys in one day, and there's twenty four yeah. episodes every season, and which is like crazy. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking about this the other day. I was like. And and the seasons are only thirteen episodes long, so that's good. It's that's like good a size. decent length. But I was thinking about this the other day, where I was like, the best TV shows are the ones that are able to have only like eight to ten episodes a season. Like, yep. if you can have it in that length, which is so doable for everyone when it comes to like being able to watch stuff. Yeah, I, I love like I love Stranger Things because that's only eight episodes, mm-hmm. and I can watch that in a whole day. Um, yep. Or like the Marvel shows, which are technically the Marvel Netflix shows, which are technically thirteen episodes long. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I just like that eight to thirteen like episode length because it just yep. makes everything so much more doable versus twenty four, where yeah. it's twenty four forty five minute episodes. Like, mm-hmm. that's too much. Like, that's and way too much. Another one that I'm sure you've watched because you do like history and those type of shows. Yeah, uh, but I think the last one I watched completely, and it was one of those like a full day sitting. Yeah, was uh, eleven twenty two sixty three. Yeah, I watched that whole Did show. You... Oh god, that was so good. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, I love that. I, there was a couple episodes in there where I was like, "Uh, this is weird." Like this. Is, yeah. Like the last couple episodes, it got really strange. But overall, that's that the was Stephen a, King. Yeah, that, I was like, overall, this is pretty good. And like J.J. Abrams, which is which is attached to it, so I was like, yeah. I'm all in for that. Um, but yeah, I, 
I, I just love like what Netflix and Hulu are doing with like all their original stuff because it just makes I, I, I feel like there's a lot of kind of like originality coming out of there, quote unquote originality because yeah. I mean a lot of it's been done before, but mm-hmm. I just like that they're able to kind of like build their own stories versus take a property and kind of like reboot it or whatever, which mm-hmm. I personally am getting kind of tired of, like in terms of like, oh let's reboot this. Yeah. Um or let's change this to be like all female characters or whatever like i'm nothing i'm all about feminism but like i I just hate like that's the trend that we're in right now where Mm. it's like oh let's make another oceans 11 movie but they're all going to be women this time and it's going to be uh george clooney's sister who's the main character i'm like i mean you all just want to make a female oceans movie like that's fine i guess that movie is actually really good so i can't be (laughs) shitting that 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 female ghostbusters movie i had a good time but that movie was not good (laughs) i I have yet to see it (laughs) just wait for like amazon or something i don't know Uh, but you're you're totally right with the whole netflix thing because like because netflix is so willing to take risks and stuff we get things like american vandal which i love like why like where did they come come up with this like yeah i watched that whole show in one night i did too and i was like this is i was riveted it was like a real crime drama like making a murderer yeah. which is kind of what they styled it after yeah and yeah. i was hooked I was like who drew the dicks i need yeah. to know like it, it was such a it's, i remember someone tweeting on on instagram not instagram but on twitter and they were like this show is so immature, it's so dumb, it's, like, not original. And I'm like, I think you're overthinking it to the point of this is actually a joke, but they're taking yes. a joke so seriously that it actually mm-hmm. kind of, like, intrigues you even more. Yeah, so, and the performances are so good. Yeah, and, like, the show is not, like, this is not, like, an actual crime. It's just someone no. just drew a bunch of dicks on, like, some teacher's car. <laughs> yeah. But everyone's trying to, like, my favorite part of that was... Uh, where they were talking about, uh, like the all the uh, the the camera crew or whatever, like the people that were working in the um, oh the AV club, the AV club, and yeah. they they went out to like some cabin, and they're like, when did he get a blowjob? Like, did he get a yes. blowjob at this time? Or like, there's no way he got a blowjob at this time. And I'm like, this is so stupid, but this is hilarious. I think yeah. I might watch that again tonight. After we're yeah. done, because it's it's really funny, but so good. Uh, they're apparently making a second season. Yeah, they. Oh yeah, I, they have to be making another season of that. But oh, and like, do you think it's a continuation? Like we're gonna. I think it'd be out new characters. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought we did figure out who drew the dicks. Well, they implied it. Okay. The, I mean, it'll I, probably be a continuation then, if anything. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think they like straight out said like this person drew the dicks, but yeah. I think it was the the. One of the uh, the girls in the AV club. Yeah, I think it was the. That's I think it was like the main girl nice. or whatever. Yeah. 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 No, that's a that's a good show. And like, I did watch the new Lost in Space, which, like I just said, I'm not a big fan of like reboots or whatever. But yeah. that was like okay. Like Lost in Space was never really like a big thing. Mm-hmm. Like there was the old TV show like back in the '60s, and then they made that like that shitty movie like in 1990 like eight or whatever. Yeah. With uh, Joey from Friends. Yeah. <laughs> And then they were like, all right, well, let's make this a Netflix show. And it actually turned out okay. Um, but, yeah, I just – I love Stranger Things like everyone else. Um, yep. I'm super excited. Glow's coming back next week. Oh, I had never finished this first season. Oh, first season's great. That's I, another one I'll I watched I'll have to watch that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. Um, so, actually, yeah, I will definitely check out The Americans because, like you said, I've, I've heard people rave about it. Yeah. And it's one of those things, like, there's – 
there's so many things I need to watch and, and, and do stuff to, but I'm in the mood for something like of a, like a spy type of history type it's, of show. So, like I said, just be warned, slow burn. That's just fine. give it a couple episodes. It'll it it speeds up pretty quickly. So nice. Yeah. Um. All right. Excellent. The next thing I wanted to talk to you about, Andrew, was I'm doing this because of Kind of Funny. Yeah. Wonderful community. And I want to ask each guest how they got into Kind of Funny and sure. the story behind that. So when when do you first remember, you know, being attached to? Sure. To KF. So it's funny because. Um, <laughs> funny sorry uh <laughs> like everyone i i've not i don't want to say everyone else because obviously there's new fan there's new fans old fans yeah. whatever but i got into kind of funny when like colin and greg were just at the very end of uh podcast beyond mm-hmm. and so greg was just doing like the game over greggy show with when it wasn't kind of funny where it was just yep. when it was just the game over Greggy show mm-hmm. and he was still working at IGN. He was still doing like podcast beyond, um, and like all of his like up at noon. Uh, yeah. Like upper noon or whatever. And, and so that's kind of like when I jumped on and that's when I really got into like always checking IGN for like news stories and reviews and you know, like, Oh, what's everyone's opinion on this game. And before I feel like before I got into IGN and all of that, I feel like I was making a lot of like stupid decisions when it comes to like buying video games because mm. I I wasn't like reading reviews. I was just buying the game based on like what it looked looked like. Yeah, and that's totally fine. Like that's kind of like how you had to figure it out back in the day if a game was good or not. But yeah, I finally started to utilize like the internet and be like, okay, well people don't like this game. They say there's like issues with it, and you know I wish I had discovered them before. <laughs> Uh, IGN before Brink came out. Like if anyone yeah. if anyone remembers Brink, that game was oh, what a letdown. complete trash. Like yeah. the trailers and all of that looked awesome, like parkouring and shooting and but that game was complete garbage. Yeah. Um and so yeah, it was just like the very end there where like they were still doing podcasts beyond and then they um you know, I was listening to the game over Greggy show like at work all the time, you know, to kinda like have background and um you know, just that kind of stuff. You know, I wasn't, like, too integrated. Like, I, I didn't know there was, like, a Facebook group or anything like that. I don't even know if there was technically, like, a Game Over Greggy, like, Facebook group. I don't remember yeah. there being one, but... um, I was super late to that game, too. Okay. Like, it was... I was, like, a year into Kind of Funny before I realized, oh, there's a Facebook group? Okay. Because they mentioned it on a show or something. I was like, oh, let me see. Yeah, I think that's how I found out about it, too, was, like, a, was like on one of the podcasts, so... um. I remember the day where they announced that they were leaving IGN, and I honestly thought it was a joke um, yeah. because I remember waking up and I was living with my friend Ben at the time, who actually lives in Los Angeles now. It's not Ben Bellevue, but uh, oh, that's a, such a weird yeah, coincidence. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, Ben Bellevue. Uh, but um, I remember waking up and him being like, "Oh, did you hear that Colin and Greg just left IGN?" I'm like, "What?" So yeah. I like checked my phone and I was like, no, this is a, this is, I feel like this is a joke. And then, you know, obviously I found out that it wasn't a joke and they started this thing called kind of funny and, mm-hmm. you know, Tim and Nick were leaving with them and it was going to be the four of them and they were going to like do all this content and make the games cast and all this stuff. And I was like, this is really cool. Um, you know, kind of just 
taking that big leap of faith and just trusting like your fans to like be your support system. And I remember kind of just like, I remember the first day they started releasing content on their YouTube channel mm-hmm. and I watched everything like on the yeah. first day, like everything that was posted that day I had watched it. And obviously over time now I haven't seen everything that they've done. I, yeah, I just don't have time for that anymore. Yep. So, um, but yeah. And then, you know, um, that same, that was the same year that they announced kind of funny live one. And that was like a Patreon tier, I think, wasn't it? It was, I, maybe it was, or I think I remember like if they hit a certain goal, they would try to put on a live show. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that kind of turned into kind of funny life. Yeah. I think what it was is that it was, we need this much money to start this whole live show. You know, if we get Mm -hmm. this amount of money from all of our Patreons, then we'll start like, we'll do like this live event or whatever. And then they passed that fairly easily, eventually. And then, you know, they announced, oh, yeah, we're going to have, you know, we're going to do this thing in San Francisco. It's going to be in May, I think. And I was like, oh, my birthday is in May. Mm-hmm. And um, I had just not just got out of like a relationship that was I think was pretty toxic. Like mm-hmm. I was depressed and like I just was down on myself and I felt like I had been kind of played for like the last three years like with this girl and like I just was like I feel like shit and I'm feeling alone and you know like these guys have done so much for me where they don't even know who I am but I know everything about them Mm -hmm. and I know all of the stories and the experiences that they've had and how I can relate to them and they announced this live event and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go like, I'm going to save up my money. I'm going to get my own plane ticket, get my own hotel. I know I don't know anyone. Like I remember telling my mom and being like, I have spent a lot of money (laughs) to do this thing. And I know it sounds crazy. And you know, I could try to explain it to you what it is. You're not going to understand. And that's okay. Yeah. There's no drugs involved. (laughs) There's, exactly. There's liquor involved, which yeah. is I'm I'm of legal age at the time, so it's like nothing bad's gonna happen. It's gonna be a good experience for me to kind of get out there and just like do this thing by myself. My parents still refer to it as the cult. The cult. <laughs> yeah. That that's fine. If people yeah. want to think it's of whatever. it as like, yeah, you know, we all drink the same Kool Aid. It's, it's yeah, cool. which is kind of <laughs> funny. That that's the Kool Aid. So, yeah. um, but yeah, I just remember being like, I'm going to this thing. You know, I get on a plane, I land in SFO, I take an Uber, <laughs> I stayed in the Tenderloin my first year at, like, a Holiday Inn, which is, like, the worst place to stay, like, in San Francisco. So How bad was it? It was not that bad. Like, okay. my room was clean as hell, and I just, everything was perfect. Like, I had no issues. I mean, definitely a lot of homeless people, and if you've never been to San Francisco and this year is going to be your first time, just, you know, strap yourself in for a culture shock because they, yeah. you'll see a, you'll see a naked ass homeless man poop on a mailbox like Liza and I did last year. So it's just, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Like, yeah. I just want to make sure everyone's ready for it. But yeah, I went my first year by myself. Didn't stay any with, didn't stay with anyone, didn't know anyone. And I just remember like landing in SF and like getting to my hotel and like, I just got there in time for, uh, the morning show with Colin and Greg 
And I remember donating to them and being like, Hey, I'm here guys. Like, I'm really excited to be here. And they're like, Oh man, that's so awesome. Like on the show. And I was like, man, this is, this feels great to just like be out here and like do this new experience and like mm-hmm. kind of be alone and like kind of have that healing process of yeah like if i can do this like anyone else can do this like that kind of situation where i was really down um and then i remember uh i remember sean pitts uh who is a big kind of funny fan and i'm sure a lot of you listening to this know who sean pitts is i remember him this was before he worked at ign or anything like that Mm -hmm. um and i think he was doing nerds at the time but I remember him tweeting out like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna go to uh, Underdogs, which is a famous burrito place in the Sunset District there in San Francisco. And if you if you go there this year, I definitely recommend going to under, Underdogs. I've I've been told by Yusuf Magid uh, on Twitter that that is not a good burrito place, but I like that <laughs> I like that place. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so." went to underdogs and I met Sean Pitts. I met Barrett Courtney. I met Jacob lightly who I don't think has been to any of the events since kind of funny live one, but I follow him on Twitter and, and a lot of other people follow him on Twitter and he lives in England. Um, so I met all those guys like within the first hour, a couple hours of being in San Francisco. And like, mm-hmm. I'm still friends with all of them today. And like, I remember just like walking up and I had a kind of funny shirt on, and I was like, are you guys, like, kind of funny, like, yeah. fans or whatever? There's always that little, like, dipping the toe in. Yeah, it was, it yeah. was like, a, there's really no proper way of walking up to someone and being like, are you guys here for this internet thing that we're all, like, fans of? <laughs> yep, yep. Um, and they're like, yeah, dude. And I was like, I'm, I'm Andrew Taylor. You know, I follow you on Twitter or whatever. We talk on Twitter. And, like, I remember sitting down with, like, Sean Bear and Jacob and – for like the next hour we like debated whether or not dark Knight rises was a good movie, <laughs> which <laughs> it's not, but it's enjoyable to some extent. Yeah. And that was my first like kind of funny community experience was just like pushing myself to fly halfway across the country, you know, taking an Uber to a burrito place and sitting down with people yeah. that you never met before. And that you only had conversations with on Twitter. And yeah. like my life has been changed ever since. Like, you know, I, I know you, I know just so many people from the kind of funny community and I consider, I consider pretty much everyone family, you know, at this point where it's like, I know that I can talk to that person if I'm ever like feeling shitty. So it's, it's been a, it's been a crazy ride. Like that was 2015. Now it's three years later and you know, I'm not going this year and it sucks. Like Mm -hmm. I'm really bummed that I can't go, but it's like, I just know that there's going to be someone there who had my experience three years ago and they're going to be scared and they're going to be confused and yeah. it's just going to be a blast for them though, because Absolutely. once they, once they meet that group of people, once they walk up to them and be like, Hey, are you kind of funny fan? Like, it's just going to be a great week, like from then on out. And yeah. like, I remember that first week and it was, there was maybe 50, 60 kind of funny fans. And that was like it. Like there was just that was yeah. like, how many people were there? There's like, I think it was maybe like a hundred or so, but like it didn't feel like that much. Like no. it was not what it was today. Like it was. I mean, just seeing the videos from one to kind of funny life two and yeah. the, the scale, how much it ramped up it, is like it insane. ramped up so big. Like when I when they announced kind of funny live one, I jumped on it right away. 
And I don't know how fast those tickets sold out or anything like mm-hmm. that, or even if they did sell out. I think it was yeah. a packed, packed show. But um, yeah, I don't regret that at all whatsoever. You know, spending yeah. that money and you know just having that experience with with all those people and like walking up to like Greg and Colin and Nick and Tim, like it felt so natural because I was like, I know you guys, I know you don't know me. You don't know anything about me. Like I remember walking up to Tim and Tim being like, dude, what's going on? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know you, (laughs) (laughs) but like, Hey, you know, I talked to him about his prince's fuck list. Like (laughs) that was like the first thing I said to him. And like, we had a good laugh about it. And then I was like, all right, dude, like, you know, have a good show. And, you know, I didn't want to like overstay my, my welcome, you know, like we're talking with any of them. I just want yeah. to make sure that they knew like I was here for them. And like, you're the reason why I'm out here. And I never like, shared that experience where I was like, Oh yeah, I'm here because I had a shitty relationship with a girl. And she kind of like, yeah, like that yeah. emotionally kind of, you know, messed me over, but it's because of that relationship. And it's because of like what you guys do on YouTube and, and like iTunes and all that stuff. Like, that's why I'm here. So like, I'm really grateful to be here. And, you know, now we're three years later from where, when that happened. And obviously there's been a lot of changes, you know, whether good or bad within the community, but it's been fun. Like it's like, Mm -hmm. I meet new people every single day, like from the kind of funny community, whether it be on Twitter or, you know, whatever. So I know I don't have Facebook anymore, but, um, it's 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 awesome like i yeah. i can't tell you how like how much that has impacted my life like i like i sometimes i wake up every morning or not every morning but like sometimes i wake up in the morning and i think about it, i'm like what if i didn't know any of those people like what would i be like who would i be what things mm-hmm. would i be interested mm-hmm. in like if it wasn't for ian prashell i wouldn't be interested in anime same with like nato and like yeah or like with um Alex O'Neill, like I wouldn't be into like I wouldn't be interested in Kingdom Hearts if it wasn't for him or Persona. Like I would never have I would have heard about Persona from like Greg. Yeah. But like I never would have taken the leap if it wasn't for Alex O'Neill saying like, Oh, you should play Persona four and then me investing in a Vita <laughs> and only buying Persona four yeah. for it. And that's like the only game I have for my Vita. Yeah. Um so it's like I never would have had those gaming experiences, those media experiences with anime but like also those friendship experiences when it comes to like going out there and i know it's only once a year but it's it's such like a big event that i've encouraged people to really try to make it out there because i think it's like it's it's a little bit different what i'm gonna relate it to but like i used to go to religious camp like bible camp or whatever when i was younger that's not helping the whole cult thing (laughs) it's not helping the whole cult thing (laughs) They don't try to preach to you no, or anything no. at Kind of Funny Live. I promise you, if you go yep. to Kind of Funny Prom, no one's going to try to no. like shove a pamphlet down your throat. Or There's going to be no baptisms yeah. like in the back. No, none of that. Well, maybe with liquor, but um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, but like yeah, I grew up like going to to like Bible camp one week in the summer, and this is kind of the same thing. It's like I never saw those friends without you know unless I went to that Bible camp. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I had those friends I made at Bible camp and now I kind of relate it to kind of funny where it's like, I only get to see those friends one week out of the year and you know, we're drinking, we're having a good time. We're eating. We're just walking around like a cult, which is fine. Like <laughs> yeah. a big yeah. group. Like it's, it's <laughs> fine. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, I just, I'm grateful to have something that's like that. You know, I think it's yeah. good for people to get away from their lives for a week and just like socialize and fellowship. I know that's a religious word or, you know, kind mm-hmm. of a religious word or related to religion, but I think it's good to fellowship with people who are passionate about the same things that you're passionate about. And like I said before, it doesn't have to be video games. It can no. be anything, yep. you know, every, 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 there's, there's someone in the community that's passionate about what you're passionate about. So yeah. Um, don't feel alone when it comes, no. when it comes down to that. So, and, yeah. and I hope for those of you that are listening right now and you thought you were the only person in kind of funny other than Andy who likes sports, you got two of them right <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> like I'll, I'll tweet at Andy sometimes and be like, sorry about the Spurs. Yeah, uh, but it's I have the Timberwolves, so it's not like it's any better. It's actually a lot yeah. worse. So it's a lot worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so. but no, I think that was, that's such a beautiful story of like why kind of funny is so important because yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like tw- the year of uh, 2016 going into 2017 was shitty. Yeah, uh, I, you know I lost my ability to teach and I was jobless for that whole year and I was real real depressed. Yeah. And, if it wasn't for the content that they put out, if it wasn't for the best friends that I met, yeah, not and that was even before going to Kind of Funny Live. That was just yeah. like on the, in the Facebook group on Twitter. My and I'm so thankful for that, but, but like my New York crew, yeah, of Kind of Funny best friends who I see all the fucking time. And yeah, you you said the word family before, and it's not just my New York crew. Like that's a it's everybody that yeah. I've ever interacted with. Like it, it's such a perfect word for it. Yeah. And like, yeah, I don't know where I would be. Like I would yeah. be sitting here playing games and just <laughs> listening to the stuff, but like, yeah, I would, this show wouldn't happen. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have the guts to be talking to people on the internet. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't be on a PlayStation podcast with another best friend. Like it, it's, it's yeah. insane to me how much I've grown as a person since, yeah. you know, the whole kind of funny thing like, started. And it's weird, too, because, like, the more I think about it, it's, like, there's a lot of passions that have kind of shown themselves because of that experience. Like, I never would have gotten to podcasting if it wasn't for Kind mm-hmm. of Funny. Like, I've, I've done, like, a comic book podcast in the past. You know, I was, I was doing stuff with my friends Stephen, Ben, and Jake for a while. And, like, private chat would have been a thing without Kind of Funny. And just, like, all that stuff, I wouldn't have taken the leap to, like, try to get into. Like, I... Like podcasting probably just wouldn't be existent for. I, I would have never been like, oh, I actually really enjoy doing this. Yeah. Um. I j- just don't feel like it would have been that way without kind of funny and and now I'm getting to like, fo- I'm I'm learning Photoshop right now and like I taught myself how to make thumbnails like over mm-hmm. the weekend and like it's been fun like just being like, oh man, like they're doing it. If they can do it, I can do it. Or you know like. Yeah. Other other people within our community, it's really encouraging to see them do like other cool things, you know, and make really cool stuff. And it's like, oh, if they can do it, I can definitely do it. You know, yeah. obviously you need the tools to do it, or yeah, you know, you can make it work eventually. But yeah, it's, but if you're passionate enough of, about it, like yeah, if you're hesitant about it, like this show, like I was super nervous about it, but yeah, you know, if. if the community community is very loving and yeah. uh, accepting. So, like, after the first couple episodes, I was those nerves went bye bye. Because yeah. even if you know they could have not liked it, but you know they're not telling that to me to my face. Yeah. Like other people would have. Yeah. Like you know they're, they're just super supportive yeah. and they're a great group of people. Yeah, I always say, you know that that's great that people have been supportive of this show and, but I always say as long as you enjoy doing it, 
yes. other people will realize that. Yeah. And then they'll enjoy it too. You know, absolutely. That's really what matters. So. Yeah. And we, the next question I was going to ask you, we kind of sure. touched on, um, like favorite part of the community, which we, we've 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 talked about. But do you have a favorite piece of content that kind of funny has ever put out? Um, like a favorite video of yours, or like a you know game over Greggy topic, or. <laughs> I'm trying to think like there's so many moments you know like I I've you know like I've heard Greg have like his freakouts and yeah. like drunk Greg is always one of my favorite things it doesn't come around very often where drunk Greg mm-hmm. comes out and he's just like defending Batman versus Superman and it's great cuz yeah <laughs> he's really passionate about that yes, but he is. <laughs> um I'd say like probably one of my favorite moments ever was with E3 where Tim freaked out because Crash Bandicoot was coming back. It's getting remastered. Mm-hmm. I remember watching him be like, "Wah wah wah!" Like yeah. checking checking Tim or not checking Tim, but checking Greg, checking Colin. I think was still there, and like he's like, "Yeah, no, there's no way this is happening." Like mm-hmm. him getting up, and that's always one of my favorite moments. And um, absolutely, you know, there's there's just a lot of things that I, it's so hard to like think about like the the best moments, but. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, favorite piece of content. I would say is like some of the really early episodes of Game Over Greggy are just super raw and yeah. like really, <laughs> really real. <laughs> and yeah, it, it's yeah. great because uh, you know I don't want to say like oh it's it's really you know it's really corporate now, so it's like it's not as you know it's not as uh, genuine or whatever. But like some of those early episodes are really really like funny because it's just so you can relate to that and mm-hmm. you know like obviously some of the like i relate the most to tim because mm-hmm. i'm like two or three years younger than him so like i know what he's talking about and i know what he feels mm-hmm. uh but like with nick and and greg and like andy and kevin and all that kind of stuff you know andy and kevin are a little bit they're young too so that i can relate to what they're talking about but with nick and greg it's kind of funny because it's kind of funny but um yeah. it's funny because he, i just don't know what that's like and they'll, they'll be talking about like i remember like nick talking about like stuff happening in high school and i was like i never had that happen to me yeah <laughs> but it's yeah. like he grew up in like a way younger time where i was like, uh-huh. okay. and like i remember another funny moment is like me seeing him i'm not sure when he posted it but like uh, he posted like his band photo where he was like oh, yes. in his suit and like Nick was kind of tubby back in the day if you didn't know yeah. and then he yeah. did sh- like <laughs> he talked about like shadow boxing yep. on like one of the earlier episodes and he that was, is my favorite kind of funny <laughs> shirt that I own is my the shadow boxing yeah. that's my workout shirt so yeah. I ripped off yeah. the I ripped off the sleeves nice. and now it just looks really cheesy but hey, <laughs> whatever um, yeah. but like him talking about like shadow boxing in like the night and like yeah it's it's just funny stuff so yeah, yeah. yeah. I, every once in a while because uh, i don't want to keep saying the same favorite moments uh, sure. but like i love going back and watching the grandma miller and the raccoon story <laughs> yeah. like every once in a while like when i'm because <laughs> yeah. when when greg gets laughing and he gets that wheeze going yeah it's so hard not to crack a smile and, yeah. and laugh with him. Yeah. You know, it's so good. That's when you know Greg is like in a really good mood is when he, he yes. gets that wheeze. Like, yeah, it's it's and pretty good. Very recently, I don't know if you've caught up because like it's they put out a lot of stuff, so it's easy to fall behind. Yeah, it's really like easy. myself too. But uh, 
I don't know if you know what Dancing Bear is. No. Uh, it's like a porno. Oh, really? Porn series. Yeah. Great. <laughs> and uh, was it Tim or it was Andy made a joke about it, and Greg had no idea what it was in the middle of the game of Greggy show, and then they took Greg took time out of the the show to like yeah. look it up, and he was very shocked. And yeah. uh, do you remember the grapefruit lady? Oh God, yes. Okay, because <laughs> like that's that's still one of my favorite moments where. I can't remember who was just dying, but they just had to listen to that gross grapefruit. Like yep. her, like deep throating some grapefruit. I was like, "This is this is wrong." Like every once in a while, since you you're not on Facebook, but like, every once in a while, someone posts like a picture of a grapefruit, and <laughs> everyone knows what they're talking about. <laughs> That's pretty great. Maybe I'll try yeah. that on Twitter and see if anyone gets it. But. There you go. Yeah. Um, nice. So, uh, in honor of kind of funny prom. Which is, God, 12 days away as of this recording. That's crazy. Um, This month, for every guest that I have on, I want to talk to them about their high school and prom experiences. Sure. And you kind of alluded to it earlier how, you know, there was some really dickholes and assholes in in high school. Yeah. Uh, Was it just, like, rampant with those type of personalities? Here's the thing. So, going back to the whole... I, I mentioned it earlier, like religious or whatever. Uh, that's yeah. how I was raised. Like, okay. very religious, like evangelical, um, you know, whatever. Uh, I'm not really like that anymore. I respect mm-hmm. people or whatever they want to believe, but that's just not who I am anymore. But that's how I was raised. And, you know, I went to a Christian school, a private school. So wasn't private. I mean, it wasn't public. So, it, you know, I wasn't. You know, there wasn't 5,000 kids or anything like that. It was mm-hmm. 200. 200 mm. K through 12. So wow. I, everyone knew each other, uh, which sounds terrible um, <laughs> because everyone knows everything about you. So how many were, like, in your, let's just say, 12th grade class? In my 12th grade class, there was 13 of us that graduated. Wow. Um, okay. So pretty much it was like having a small family. And everyone, like I said, everyone knew everything about each other, which was kind yeah. of the worst. And, like... When I first started going there, and I I stayed with a lot of the, like I started going there in second grade, and throughout second grade to twelfth grade, I stayed with a lot of the same people. You know, obviously people came, they came and left, and sometimes they'd come back like after a couple years of mm-hmm. going to public school. Uh, but um, you know, it was one of those situations where it was like we started out with twenty people, and then like a lot of people started to leave at first, and then some people would come back eventually, and. I, I kind of like going back. I wish I had thought about going to public school because I kind of wish I had that experience. I know it can be, you know, tough for some kids. And I, like I said before, I'm a little bit bigger, so I probably would have gotten picked on. But it's like mm-hmm. at this day and age, when whenever someone insults me and they're like, "You're fat," I'm like, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm okay with that." Because <laughs> I was in the same boat. Like I went to Catholic school until fourth grade. Yeah, and then fifth grade I moved to public school. And when I moved there, yeah, kids would make fun. Not of that you. they didn't do it at Catholic school, because yeah, the worst people that I knew were in Catholic school. That's exactly what uh, I was gonna say. Like I but went like, to a Christian school, and they were pretty bad there too. <laughs> but I've heard it all. So like when people say shit to me now, it's like yeah, I've heard it. Whatever. It's, it's so on. funny when people we're adults to, now. Yeah, when people try to insult other people by their weight, it's like. Bro, like, and, and, like going back to the whole gym thing. Yeah, like people who shame overweight people that are going to the gym to better themselves, <laughs> they deserve to go die in a That's fire. Always one of my favorite things where someone like looks at me in disgust. I'm like, 
bro, I'm sweating ten times. I'm more trying, than you man. Are. I'm looking. Yeah. I'm looking good. Like exactly. Uh, but yeah, going back to the whole school situation. Um, yeah, I mean, I just grew up in a small school, and that's all I've ever known, and and that, that that's fine. You know, that's that's it is what it is. But um, my whole situation when it came to prom was it was it was it was cheesy because it still kind of had that whole like 80s movie vibe where it's like oh man like who am i going to take to prom Mm -hmm. and it's like well you don't really have a lot of options at that point especially with only 200 people there and like half of them are little kids so you're not going to take a little kid to prom because that's that's wrong so yeah (laughs) so uh, Did your school not do like a crossover with another school? Because I know some Catholic no, schools do that. No, this was this was more of like a non-denominational school. So oh, like okay. Catholics went there, Lutherans, Evangelicals, gotcha. like Seventh Day Advent Advent. I don't even know what that's Adventist. Called. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So like everyone went there, and so we didn't have like any crossover with any other Christian school because the other Christian school was like twenty miles away. Mm-hmm. Um, across a bridge in Superior, Wisconsin. So, um, and this is in Duluth, Minnesota. If anyone's curious, which mm-hmm. no one should ever really want to be in Duluth, Minnesota, <laughs> but uh, I just hate it. <laughs> um, but I was like, at the time, I was working at Perkins, and I'm not sure if you know what Perkins is. It, I do per- not. Perkins is like Denny's, okay? Okay. But think of actually Denny's or IHOP. It's a little bit classier, I guess. IHOP. What is IHOP? You oh, mean sorry. IHOP? IHOP. Sorry. <laughs> so stupid. It is um, So it's it's like that kind of – it's like a diner setting, but it's a little bit more high class, quote unquote, because okay. it's still just like subpar food. It's not mm-hmm. great. Like it's not healthy for you, but yeah, um, it's – like a lot of people hang out there. Like they're open 24-7 and it, it's – it's fine. Um, so at the time I was working at Perkins, which was actually my first job, and I was just a busboy, just picking up dishes, cleaning tables, washing dishes, that's it. And there was this girl there, and she was a hostess, and I was like, oh, she's she's cute, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I try to, like, flirt with her, or, like, I don't want to say flirt, but just, like, push myself out of my shell because yeah. I wasn't really confident in myself in high school where I was like... Yep oh, I'm going to go talk to that girl and she's going to be like swooning over me and like blah, blah, blah. And, oh, she's going to like me for sure. I lived in like, I had that whole experience where it was like, um, oh man, I don't know if she likes me or if, if I like her or, you know, what are her friends saying about me? It was like, that's Mm -hmm. what high school was for me where everyone was just talking about each other and like, the girl would tell like her friend, her friend would tell the guy, the guy would tell the friend, the guy, the girl would tell the, uh, the main girl, you know, it was just that kind of thing. And it was just so childish. The more I think about it, like high school just, just does not matter. Like if, if you're a kind of funny best friend and you're still in high school, let me tell you, it does not matter. Like just give it five years after high school. It'll be completely different experience. Anyways, actually immediately after high school will be completely different. Um, get yeah, nobody is telling you you have to like yeah. stay in contact with yeah. these people. Yeah, I I talked to maybe two people from high school, like from my whole school that I yeah. like, that I barely talked to anyone anywhere um, from that whole era. But um, like I just love that whole thing in high school where everyone thinks like if I don't get this girl to like me, no one, no girl will ever like me ever. 
And so I loved the more I think about it, I'm like, I was just so stupid because that's, yeah. that's my whole mindset at this time. And so the girls at my high school were, like I said, it was such a tight knit community where I didn't want to like, like any of those girls because if I did, then everyone would know about it. And if anything happened, like we had a conversation or, oh, I held her hand or I kissed her cheek or whatever, like everyone's going to know about it. So I was like, this is stupid. And and the way I'm talking about it, it doesn't really sound like high school. It sounds like middle school because like (laughs) high school is a little bit more intense. But Mm -hmm. like when you go to a Christian like school, everyone's behind a few years. So, yes, like this is all like really cheesy childish stuff that's happening like in. 10th 11th 12th grade at my school so i was like i don't want to get involved with any of these girls and like junior prom is coming up and you know so we're going to be going to prom with the seniors and i need a date so you know i worked with this girl at perkins her name was sam i was like she's really cute i'm gonna go for it so you know i was talking to talking to her like try to always make conversation with her and like you know we kind of became friends at work and i was like fuck it. I'll just ask her. And so I was like, Hey, like I go, to, <laughs> it's like, I think I remember saying I go to a Christian school <laughs> and like she, I actually found out that she eventually was like religious herself. And so mm-hmm. it wasn't like too weird for her, but like never start out by saying, Hey, I no. go to a religious school. <laughs> like not in yeah. this, not, not, the, not in this day and age. So that's like the perfect thing. Like where <laughs> you say it. And then the moment it's a complete, mo- I, yeah, I had that same thing after like my first date in high school. Like, yeah. I, I said something real stupid. I think I said, uh, you know, she asked me, oh, or she, I'm, I'm confusing myself. Here. <laughs> she said, uh, why don't we do this another time? And I said, instead of saying, you know, a normal response, I said, there you go. And yeah. that was what I said. I went inside. And the moment I closed the door, I was like, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, why would you just say, there you go? Yeah. That's not a normal response. High school, middle school, that whole age, it's a whole trial run. So if you fuck that up, don't worry about it. Yep. Like, you have the rest of your life to figure that shit out. So <laughs> I was yes. like. I was like, I go to religious school and we're having prom soon. Do you want to go with me? And she was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll go with you. And I was like, that was a lot easier than I thought yeah. it was going to be. Yeah. And I was like, walked out of work, you know, you know, done with that. Uh, got that out of the way. And so I was like, wow, uh, this, this is a lot of pressure, you know, for prom. And so, you know, I remember like getting ready and like having to like, go get a suit and like get fitted for a suit. And I'm like, this is yeah. too much fucking work. Like, now, did you guys match? <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, okay. so it was like a brownish creamish color. Okay. Um, so not like diarrhea, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> a little bit more presentable, <laughs> but it was a more like, like, yeah, presentable brownish color, which was kind of classy. And like, it was her, she had like a brownish color with like some cream, like white, thing or something like that i don't know and then i got her like a corsage and i was like this is weird and like i had to go pick her up at her house and like i had to meet her parents and like her five siblings i'm like who are younger than her and she's the oldest and they're like running around and being like are you boyfriend and girlfriend i'm like oh my god like this is just awkward for me like i'm not i'm this is no fun so you know 
there's like a I remember seeing the photo I, I can't I can't remember if she gave me a copy like eventually but like the photo is like me standing next to her and that's it like I don't have my arm around her it just looks like one of those like Adams family photos where that sounds like a Kyle Stevenson type yeah. of high school picture yeah and like I just am standing there with like my arms at my sides and like I'm like dude put your arms around her like have that classic yeah. like prom pose or I think we eventually did that at when we got to the um, like venue or whatever for prom, yeah. and so was the venue like at the school? Was it somewhere else? So, yeah, and I actually it was so she lived in West Duluth, which was like all the way across town from where we needed to go, which mm-hmm. was up the shore. Um, and when I say short, I, if people know what I'm talking about, if they live in Minnesota or they know like Lake Superior, mm-hmm. like up the shore towards a place called Two Harbors, which is like 45 minutes away from Duluth. So it was like a 40 minute drive to where we needed to go. And so I had to pick her up and I borrowed my mom's car at the time, which was actually like a really nice SUV. So I was I was determined to essentially make this girl like 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 me. And she mm-hmm. may she may have already liked like me. Just a spoiler alert: We never were a thing, which yeah. which sucked because I always had like a really big crush on her, even yeah. after we had kind of like uh, finished prom and everything. So, um, drove her all the way to this venue, which was like this castle, um, which was like forty minutes away up the shore, and it was so incredibly awkward because, and no one knew what was going on. No one knew how to like you know, take these photos, do these poses. I'm like, I think everyone's just really nervous because this is like, everyone thinks this is a big thing, but because mm-hmm. we're such a small school, it actually turns out this isn't a big thing at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. we're all just like super nervous and like all the guys are taking photos together and then all the girls are taking photos together. And then you do like that cra- classic prom pro or sorry, that was a mouthload uh, prom pose where it's like the guy's behind the girl holding her, she's holding his hands like the cheesy photo. Yeah. And under under the flower uh, arch or whatever. Yeah. Like they, we, there's always some sort of like arch some or like kind of arch or, or yeah. We had an arch with a bunch of flowers on it. So this place actually looked pretty pretty nice. Um and then this is where it got incredibly awkward. <laughs> so oh, I'm ready. <laughs> not only did they not trust us with dancing they brought dance instructors to prom to teach us how to dance before we danced. Oh my god! I'm like, what the hell? Like, why? Not? And you didn't know this before you you showed up. Did not know. Oh my god! I had no idea that this was going on. I don't think anyone knew. And so, not only was this not a traditional prom where there's bumping and grinding and like yeah. secret booze going around, this is a prom where I had to go to prom to learn how to dance. <laughs> and it's awkward because, you know, obviously she probably she went to a public school. So, like, she knew what the actual prom experience was supposed yeah. to be like. And she's she's probably thinking to herself, what the hell did I get myself into? Yeah. And I'm I'm like in my mind, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, this fucking sucks. Like, I just want to, like, dance with you and, like, have mm-hmm. a good time and, like, talk and, and whatever. And 
Yeah, because like prom, prom as like an idea is already awkward in itself. Oh yeah, oh, like yeah. these awkward high school kids mm-hmm. dancing to music and whatever. But then you get there and you, you know, like you have to learn to dance. Like I'm imagining you having to take like a dance test, and in order to dance on your own, you have to like pass. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. <laughs> so it's like if you don't pass the test, then I guess you. Because I think they didn't want to encourage like close slow dancing, where I'm like. Yeah. It's fine. It's not like I'm going to touch her and she's going to get pregnant. Like, what is that that saying? Like, keep some space for God. Yeah, keep some space for Jesus or whatever. Yeah, yep, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty much what was going on there. So, um, there was enough space for Jesus, <laughs> uh, and you know, it and it ended like the whole night ended out fine. You know, we didn't do a lot of dancing, which was fine because all it was. It was not like your casual, like we weren't bumping Nelly or Tupac yeah. or whatever at this party. It was more like I the oldies, yeah, like oldies stuff, and I, it was just it was awkward. So anyone out there that's listening to this, you probably had a better prom experience than I did for the first prom. So this is my junior prom, yeah, uh, and and that 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 night ended great. Like I brought her back. You know, she said thanks, and I think she might have kissed me on the cheek. I don't remember, but I was like, "Hey!" So yeah, I was like, "All right, cool." So anything after the the, the disaster of the prom venue itself is probably a win. Yeah, so. yeah. Anything after that. So um, next year, a little bit different experience, way better experience, uh, because we were se- seniors, and the class below us was actually twice our size. So there was. <laughs> more people to essentially ask to go to prom. Uh-huh. So there was this uh-huh. there was this girl, her name was Naomi. I can I can name names because I know she's never gonna hear this and I really don't care. But <laughs> uh, um so I was like, oh she's she's really cool and like me and her are actually pretty good friends and she was kinda like she was kinda like one of those one of the guys, you know what I mean? Like kinda like just because obviously we're a small school so you kinda just roll with it and be interested yeah. in the same things that everyone else mm-hmm. is interested in. But she was, like, really cool, and, like, I kind of had, like, a little crush on her. And um, I was like, you know what? I'll go with her. And so I asked her, like, probably six months before prom even started. I was like, all right, well, I got that out of the way. I don't have to worry about who I'm going to take to prom. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then, like, this was a little bit different of experience. Like, people were renting nice cars and, like, driving it to the venue. And, like, I, you know, me and my friend Tyler picked her and this other girl, Brittany, up. Uh, from Brittany's parents' house in, like, a big SUV, like, a big black SUV. And, like, it was just a little bit more of, like, a legit experience. Mm-hmm. And, like, this year, like, we were bumping Taylor Swift. Like, we were oh. we were getting it going. And, like, there was no dance lessons this year. And, like, it was just, like, a really fun time because it just seemed like more of a legit prom. Like, mm-hmm. there was twice as many people this year than it was last year and this was my senior prom so it was like <laughs> when i say twice as many it was like more than 13 it was like yeah. 30 maybe like at the most wow. which really isn't a lot but yeah um it was still fun because we were able to still invite people from out of school mm-hmm. and so you were like meeting new people that you hadn't met before which was fun um but yeah i mean overall i didn't have like the worst prom experience but it was just a little bit less conventional than, than mm-hmm. most, you know, I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't like drinking behind the bleachers or, yeah, you yeah. know, like that kind of thing or, you know, just nothing crazy. It was just, 
it was just an awkward prom experience. So, like, I wish I yeah. had that public school prom experience, and, like, I don't know what that would have been. And I don't assume it's going to be something like the movies where someone's getting knocked up that night or yeah mm. like i said liquor is being brought in like i yeah. i don't really assume that it's like not that. my that was not my group of friends okay. <laughs> we were we were very much like junior prom was like was very awkward for me because the girl yeah. i asked originally uh we had a mutual friend that told her to say no to me for whatever reason because the friend and, had a crush on you or was it a guy no. No, 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 no! It was a girl. Okay. No, she didn't. She didn't have a crush on me. She, but like, I obviously had a, a huge crush on the girl that I asked. She actually still lives across the street from me. And, hey. Uh, yeah. Uh, but like, she said no to me, and I was devastated. And I kind of like was forced to take this other girl. And the moment like I asked her and she said yes, it very much came in. All right, now we're we're getting this color corsage. You need to match this dress. Oh, it was wow. very regimented, and I was like, oh, that scared me. This is a lot it's of work. Scared me big yeah. time. So for senior prom, I was like, I'm gonna actually ask somebody you know that I I want to go with. I have a huge crush on. And I did the the whole thing because I was super nervous. I did the whole mm-hmm. write it on a piece of paper. Yeah, and I slid it over to her during physics, and she read it and didn't answer me. And then after school, I went to the gym, and she was there, and I just said, "Hey, did you read the note?" And she was like, "I got to ask my parents because her parents are very like controlling. Mm. They didn't want her to go out and stuff." Which I didn't find out how bad it was until after prom because eventually she did say yes, so we had a great time. But uh, we pull up to her house because she didn't. She couldn't go to the after prom stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, we drop her off. I got out of the car. I was psyching myself up, like, oh, I'm going to give her a kiss goodnight. I was, it was such a great time. She said she had a great time, whatever. We turned the corner to her house, and there was her dad, shirtless, <laughs> no shirt on, sitting on the front steps. Shirtless? Like, like waiting for her to come home. Wow. And he, like, quickly ushered her inside. I couldn't say anything to her, and he said good night, thank you, and he went inside, and that was how my prom night ended. I was so what? I was so taken aback. Like I wasn't expecting anything at all. Yeah. I just wanted like, you know, I wanted to yeah. make my move and yeah, turn dude. the corner. And shirtless dad was there, making moves in high school is <laughs> and then not easy. It's I get back in the limo, and it was one of those big limos with eighteen other people in there, and they. I could not hear the end of it for the rest of the night. Like, it was the joke, running joke. But that was... I would have defended myself and been like, that's not on me. That's on the dad, because... I I totally tried. Because if the dad is sitting on the porch with, like, a six-pack of Modelo or, like, Mm -hmm. Tolcate, I'm like, come on, bro. Like, he's just trying to scare you. Like... Yes. You know, that's that's dumb. Like... Yeah. That's that's really dumb. Like, I, I'm bummed for you. I'm like, yeah. but I would have definitely been on your side. I've been like, there's nothing this man could have done. Exactly. <laughs> but, exactly. So, yeah. But, I, and then we went back to my friend's house. We just had a bonfire the rest of the night, which sounds like outside. so much fun. Versus it was like, always a great time. Versus like really, versus like really heavy partying. Like yeah. I always prefer bonfires over like a party party. Because yep. it's like, I'm sitting around, I'm still having conversations, I can still be drinking, and like, yeah. I'm not making a big ass out of myself, but yep. yeah, that that sounds like a legit fun after party. Yeah. Um, we didn't really have that at our prom, I don't think, I can't remember. Um, but like, it turns out the girl that I did take to senior prom actually liked me back, 
And I never even found out till like years later. And now <sighs> she's now she's engaged. And obviously, I'm with Liza, so it's not. Yeah, like, exactly. It's not like anything's <laughs> going to change. But um, yeah, no, it's it's so funny because like you psych yourself up to like ask that person that you like or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, they're not going to say yes. Like, you know, this is just going to be like a terrible experience. And like, it, all it is is just prom. Like, yeah. If they want to go with you, they'll go with you. Like, it'll be fine. If they go with you, just, you know, have a good time. Like, don't even... I feel like people have, like, these huge these huge expectations yeah. when it comes to going to prom, but... Exactly. I no, just, yeah. Like, that's because of the movies and TV shows. Yeah. Was, like, it, it's yeah. set up that way. I was thinking of, of She's All That, and I was yeah. like, man, I wish I had that experience because <laughs> I, I hate the whole premise where it's like Paul Walker has a bet with, like, Freddie Prince. And he's like, oh, I bet, she, I bet you, you know, you you can't take her to prom because she's like the nerd or whatever, and yeah, yeah. it's like bullshit because she's still gorgeous, yeah, even without like her like not having glasses or like without the, being like made yeah, over, like, like yeah, I'd rather she's nerdy, like that's 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 attractive to me, so it's like yep. that movie always kind of upsets me. I'm not sure. I'm assuming you've seen she's all yes, that before, but I have. I'm like that's like I think a lot of people. <laughs> probably more so back in the day related their prom experience to that movie where it's like, yep. Oh, she has to be hot for you to take her to prom. Like she does not have that. No. It's, it's just not like, it's whoever you feel comfortable with. And yeah, yeah, that's all that. And like you said sure. earlier, high school doesn't matter. <laughs> so it like, don't matter. take it seriously. Yeah, it does not matter at all whatsoever. Yeah. It's funny. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the last thing I was going to ask you about prom. Uh, my prom had like a theme. Yeah. Did yours have a theme or it was no. just like it was prom? Just just prom. Just prom? Yeah. I so, wish we had so themes. No. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, your first theme was learn to dance, I guess. Yeah. That, yeah. Prom. Learning to <laughs> learning to move without, you know, being too close to each other. That, that was the theme. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's time. Yeah. For uh, the old Game Over Greggy topic. Yes. Which you brought a fun one. Yeah. Something that I have not I've not done. So I'm excited and to that's hear okay. your stories. You're yeah. you're okay. Like it's 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 past the it's past the, the time of when it's okay to use. Um so yeah. I brought the topic of using Tinder. Yeah. Um because I was looking on iTunes today and I was like I was I was like I wonder I'll just go back to like the really old like game over Greg game over Greggy episodes like when maybe something new had come out and Tinder had kind of come out at the time um, and if you don't know what Tinder is and you're listening to this I, I don't know where you've been hiding yeah. but it's it's how are you listening to a podcast yeah, that's what I want to ask you don't know what <laughs> Tinder is but Tinder is obviously a quote unquote dating app um, yeah. and the reason why I kind of thought about this again was number one i've had funny experiences from tinder funny uh, you know some bad or whatever but uh and also i heard i'm not sure if you saw me post this the other day on twitter uh kyle but the other day i was at perkins funny <laughs> that yeah. i was at perkins perkins is everywhere in minnesota so um and liza and i were sitting there and this mom was talking about how her daughter had just, I know I'm an eavesdropper. I really, really am. But her <laughs> mom, this lady was like yelling. So I was like, whatever, yeah. I'll just listen to this conversation and enjoy my omelet. Um, but she was talking about how her daughter had just moved back from college. Um, that she was like having some rough spots with like her boyfriend or whatever, and that they needed to take a break. 
And then, like, oh, she met this guy on Tinder, and, like, they went on a couple dates, and, like, she came back at 3 in the morning. And I'm just, like, sitting there, I'm like, God, you are so naive. Like, you, exactly. are, you are so naive, like, lady. Yeah. Like, Tinder is not used for dating anymore. It is a bang app. That is all that app is. So, like, yep. if you're a superficial, I mean, hey, more power to you. If that's if that's what you're comfortable with, mm-hmm. go for it. Like, you know, I I, I totally. But to, to use it for the purpose of you're going to find a soulmate is, is not I, what I think. And I is. have heard it be used for that before. Like, okay. Like, th- that's really what the intention was in the beginning. Absolutely. I feel like. Yeah. And obviously with how humans are with being superficial and like, oh, she's attractive. So, like, I want to, you know, whatever. But so it's like I just I, – Tinder obviously has been manipulated into, like I said, a bang app just to get laid. Mm-hmm. So it's like late, I'm just sitting there. I'm just shaking my head. I'm like, lady, like, she's not – like, she doesn't care. She's just – She's on a break with her boyfriend, and she's just getting some side piece. Like, yeah, <laughs> she, this no, this guy that she's like went out and came back with at three in the morning. Like, oh man, I, I just wanted to turn around and be like, your daughter's having sex with some random guy yeah. off the internet. Like, uh, even better, I wanted I want you to turn around and tell her, explain to her what a side piece is because I'm sure she doesn't know. <laughs> so I just turn around and be like, do you know what a side piece is? Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I was like. I was just laughing, you know, giggling under my breath and but I've had I've had some okay experiences. I guess, you know, maybe we could manipulate the topic into not more so Tinder, but more so like mm-hmm. online dating because that's yeah. really what it is, like Tinder, Bumble, uh okay Cupid, like if mm-hmm. you ever listen to the old episodes of Super Knocking Boots which Greg was a main host on before. I'm not sure if you've ever listened to Super I have, yeah. Uh, and like Damon Hatfield and Brian Altano and like uh, Anthony Gallegos, um, mm-hmm. like they all see, they all used to do that show. And I used when when I was a single guy before I met Liza, I listened to that show all the time just to hear like people's experiences about like oh because I didn't you know I wasn't dating like crazy so like I didn't know like what these experiences were like and it was just yeah. it was a funny show and like they had good advice too and I submitted a question on there one time too and they read that question. I didn't end up dating that girl, but it was mm-hmm. still like, I was like, Oh, how do you ask a girl out from work? Like, I think that was the question. And they eventually like answered that question. And I can't remember what they said, but mm-hmm. I asked her out and it actually turned out fine. But like I said, I didn't date her or anything, but, um, you know, in terms of like online dating, I think in this day and age over the last couple of years, unfortunately it has been manipulated into like the superficial thing where all it is, is to just get some action but yeah. it's like for me when I used Tinder like a few years ago, I was solely using it for the pr- purpose of what it really was, and it was to just meet someone of the opposite gender or of the same gender, you know, whatever you wanted it to be, mm-hmm. and like just like meet, go on a date, and just like have a conversation with people, and like yeah, I think a lot of the I think it was funny because a lot of the girls that I had matched with or whatever on tinder or any of those other dating sites it was more so like oh this guy's actually not a creep and like he's not sending me pictures of his penis which because i'm not gonna do that it's not it's it's nothing great to write home about the first place so i was like (laughs) because i i would this is how i always had a conversation and i kind of broke the ice with them like on tinder was like what other experiences have you been having on here 
you know, like uh, while we're like having a drink or whatever, and we're on, mm-hmm. like on a date, it's like, oh yeah, guys will be like sending me pictures of their junk, and I'm like, what? Like, where is that going to get you anywhere? And like, oh, we always gosh. would laugh about, and I would always get that answer, and I just <laughs> thought it was just the funniest thing. But like, I, going back a little bit, I've had bad experiences on Tinder. One time, I had a girl run away from me, and this is not a joke. So run away yeah. from you, so, like in terror, like. Not in terror, not like, oh, okay. oh, like flailing her arms around, but yeah. I'll try to condense this story. This was actually mm-hmm. not Tinder, but it was more so okay, Cupid, and I'm not sure if you've heard about that, but I have, yeah. Um, so it was just more so like, oh, okay, all right, well, let's let's hang out and you know just get to know each other, and like this was like the second time we were hanging out. And she came over, and I'm not sure if you know of the TV show Catfish. Yes. Um, so to play a joke or to make a joke, I don't want to say play a joke because it yeah. wasn't like really thought out very well. And obviously it didn't turn out very well either. Uh, um, I was making a joke. I was like, oh, yeah, I've I've fallen in love online before, too. Like I was just sitting there like <laughs> really solemnly and being like, yeah, you know, I told a girl I loved her. And she like looked at me and she was like, serious. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it just it just didn't work out, you know. Mm-hmm. And she's like that's really weird and i'm like huh like i was like oh i'm joking like i'm i've never i would never like because like i feel like with catfish it was so focused on like i've never seen this person before and like i've been talking to them on the internet for like four years Mm -hmm. and i said that i love them and they didn't say it back and i'm like bro you're getting trolled like how do you not know you're you're getting trolled that's one of my favorite things of that show like (laughs) I've never seen yeah. like we've never video chatted. We've yeah. never talked on the phone. That's it. Yeah. But they're texting you. Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And so I was like, it's a right. huge red flag. So I was just kind of like joking around with her like that and she's like, "Oh, that just like really upsets me." And I'm like, "Why does that upset you?" And like I was so confused and so she's like, "I I just kind of want to leave right now." I'm like, "What? How is this like escalating this quickly?" And I'm like yeah. thinking to myself, I'm like, "Okay, I mean, if you want to go, like that's that's fine. I was totally just joking around with you." And um, you know, eventually she's like, all right, well, do you want to go like on a walk right now? And I was like, oh yeah, sure. So I, you know, I used to live over by this place in Minneapolis, uh, that's close to downtown called the stone arch bridge. And it's like a bridge that you can walk across and there's like a dam there and it's where they shoot off all the 4th of July fireworks mm-hmm. anyways. So I was like, yeah, let's go walk down there. I only lived like three or four blocks away from there. And I always, I usually walk down there every day. Um, and so we walked down there and we're like sitting on the bridge and you know, she's like, Oh man, I, that just really upset me. Like what you said. And I'm like, but it was a joke. Like yeah. <laughs> obviously, like, obviously no, no sane person would tell someone that they never met before online that they're in love with them. Like, I mean, maybe like one of those sappy, like Hallmark movies, but like I'm a real person and I would never do that. So yeah, <laughs> she was just like getting really upset about it. And I was just being, I was trying to be as nice about it as possible. And like, you know, I'm, I'm sorry if that really upset you. Yeah. But like I am in my mind, I'm thinking, man, she really doesn't know how to play a joke or doesn't really know how to like take a joke. And yeah. so, mm-hmm. you know, she eventually was like, all right, well, you know, it just kept going on and on and on. So I don't need to like talk too much about that. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, well, there's a storm coming. Cause like I could see like all these clouds coming and it was kind of starting to drizzle. So I was like, we could, we should probably walk back. And so we're walking back and I noticed that she's walking faster than me. And I'm like, what's, what's going on here? Like, this is kind of weird. Yeah. And so she's like walking really, she's like probably 10 feet in front of me. And I'm like, 
hey, like, why are you walking faster than me? Yeah. And then, like, we get up to, like, this intersection where we can keep going straight to go back to my apartment or we can uh-huh. take a right and it would go to the U of M campus. Um, and she's, like, 10 feet in front of me, just hits that intersection and just takes a right and just walks as fast as she possibly can. And I finally get up to the intersection and I just stand there. I turn. I look at her. And I'm like, you know, going to, like, yell something. And I'm like, yeah. I wasn't going to be, like, mean. I was just going to be like, okay, like, cool. Yeah. And then I just was like, it's not worth it. Like, it, <laughs> she just turned out to be crazy. And, like, I was so confused about, like, yes. what I had done. I would be, too. And I was like, man, I can never make a catfish joke ever again. <laughs> and so I yeah. just walked back to my apartment. Mm-hmm. And she bumped, she bombarded me with texts. And she was like you know, oh, you know, what you said was just so wrong and, like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. Like, it was completely a joke. Like, I yeah. – if that offended you, if you've been in that situation before, I apologize because that's not something that we've talked about, seeing that we've only known each other for a couple of days here. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and she was like – she kept calling me and calling me and calling me, and I'm like, but you ran away from me. And like, I'm so confused. And so yeah, my roommate's car actually broke down, and so I had to go pick him up and – she was calling me the whole way there, the whole way back. And like, I told him about it. She's like, he was like, yeah, she's crazy, dude. And so, you know, she texted me a bunch and she was like, you know, I'm really sorry. Like, I'll take you out tonight. And like, you know, we'll go out to dinner and like get drinks and blah, blah, blah. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, I, I, I don't feel comfortable with that. And like, that yeah. was, that was just the end of that. And like, oh boy, that was probably my worst like online dating experience I've ever had Yeah, where it was just like, it was just like this little thing and, and, and her, her, what she said to me was that she had been emotionally abused by a past relationship. Mm. And I was like, I feel, I'm sorry. Like no girl deserves that. No girl deserves to be emotionally, physically, mentally abused. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know how you took that, my joke away and mix it into that. And how Mm. I brought something up from the past. And like, I just, didn't understand and so i was just like you know i wish you the best of luck you know i hope everything turns out and i think eventually she she's like a mary now or something like that um because like i talked to her like i I talked to her like a couple different times like after that where i was like okay like i guess i can chat Mm -hmm. with her and it like a few years later that's what happened but it was just such a weird experience where i was like should i ever online date ever again or like yeah like and i yeah. I've had a I had a similar experience. Uh, I've only gone on like one real life date with somebody from online dating. It was eHarmony, and uh, I talked to this girl. It was so if you've never tried eHarmony before, there's like a trial period that they try to get you in. So that's what I did, and for the trial period, uh, they won't let you see the other one's picture. Yeah, yeah, unless they're a paid member. Which is totally fine. Whatever. I actually prefer it that way. They're trying to get you in. They're trying to get you in to pay for the whole thing. Yeah. So, uh, you know, met this girl. We matched up. We were talking and uh, finally, you know, mustered up the courage to go meet up in person. And so we did. And I walk in and uh, the girl was not what I was expecting. And it's not in a bad way. It's just... Mm -hmm. uh, and it's not something like you know that comes up often, but I walked in and she was like four foot 
six. Really small. Like she was, she was a very tiny girl. Yeah. And then uh, we were at a Panera Bread, and we were just sitting there, you know, talking. And that's when I found out that, or she told me that she had a brain tumor, mm. and that I was talking too fast for her. Oh wow! So I needed to slow down because I was really making her mad, and because I was just talking normally like this, and it just she couldn't keep up. So the rest of the date was very much like me talking very slow and waiting yeah. for a response, and it was just it it was a lot. And then uh, the next day, she wrote me a message saying something like, "You know, you weren't who I thought you were. You know, we." Maybe we could just stay as friends. It was like, okay, fine, yeah. man, whatever. But that after that, I was like, all right. Um, I, like, I still use that trial period. I actually still paid for it for a little while and had some really nice conversations with some people. Yeah. It, but whenever yeah. it got to the point of, like, you know, wanting to meet up, nothing ever happened. Yeah, it's so. it's because, like, here's the thing. For people out there who are still curious about online dating, which is totally fine because in this day and age we have so much – technology that can connect us to people and mm-hmm. and that's great like it really is great so it, i encourage people to give it a shot you know obviously be safe with it don't yeah. like don't if someone sounds sketchy and like they don't sound ac- actually like who they are or they want to meet you somewhere that's like secluded i do not recommend that you do that yeah um, because yeah. there could be some creeper anybody who just doesn't want to talk to you and just wants to meet up with you is a no no probably don't, yeah some like 40 year old that. dude that's going to kidnap you yeah. Anyways, so um, what was I gonna say? Uh, it, it's like I think it's a good place to kind of like get out of your shell too, because yeah, like, you can sure. still have conversations, even if unfortunately the other person is superficial. <laughs> like you can still have somewhat of a conversation with them, mm-hmm. but you know, eventually, if you want to meet up, then I always suggest like at least going for coffee. You know, just yeah, don't, just make it a public space where if it just gets weird. You can just get up and walk out like, yep. and nothing, you're not going to get attacked. You know, there it's going to be fine. Like that's, yeah. I, I recommend that for anyone that's like out there, like considering, you know, online and dating. That was like what, that's one of my big hangups with Tinder in, in like in yeah. general. I feel like Tinder out of most of the other ones, it's very much superficial. Yeah. Like it's very much based on looks. Oh yeah, it totally is. And that's why like, you know. I don't have the best self-confidence in the whole world, so why would I want to put that out there and yeah, and, I, and make me feel worse yeah. about myself? There were a couple experiences on there where it was like, that person was using it the same way I was using it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, just to meet new people and just have a conversation. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, this huge ordeal. Yeah. You know, like, maybe go out and have a cup of coffee and it's just like, that is what it is, and you may never talk to that person ever again because they wanted it to be something more i don't know but i i it definitely helped me to like gain confidence you know in my relationship with liza or you know like just talking to people in general because before like a few years ago i was a super shy person where i was like really kind of secluded and like didn't really want to talk to anyone and like pretty pretty big introvert but now Mm -hmm. i'm like a huge extrovert because it's like i want to talk to everyone i want to hear like what their experiences are and i think I can kind of give some credit to like online dating for that because I had so many failed experiences on there, you know, whether it be just talking to people or if I was actually interested in that person and they actually turned out to be a crazy person like that one person that ran away from me. Yeah. 
then it just wasn't it was just more experience for me to have where i'm like oh well i had a conversation and i'm more confident now because of it so you know yeah there's positive things to take away from everything whether you you whether you feel like it or not i mean it's just you're just gaining that experience in life and so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i i kind of it it makes me wonder, you know, how, like, our parents met, you know, because... They did not have Tinder. They didn't have Tinder. <laughs> they didn't have any of that stuff. Like, old-fashioned, you know, calling on the landline. Yeah. It was, like... like and I, I encouraged that, too. Like... Yeah. It, that encouraged me to finally just, like, go to a bar and, like, not even go there for that reason, but just, like, go with a friend and then be like, oh, all right, well, if I want to have a conversation with another girl, then, like, mm-hmm. that's fine because now I have that confidence that I gain from talking to someone online that I can just, you know, yeah. it is what it is. Like, But that's I think that's kind of how a lot of our parents probably met, too, was just walking up to people at, like, the library yeah. or at the grocery store or mm-hmm. at the bar. It's like they didn't have this Tinder bullshit, which – is is now officially a bang app like that is all it is now unfortunately it is no longer used for dating it is Mm -hmm. you know more power to you if that's what you're into but uh yeah i mean i i i hats off to our parents for having the balls to like walk up to people because now i not even not even that it's the whole calling people on the phone yeah like i mm -mm, i'm not a caller yeah i'm a texter text Yeah. yeah But it's like, yeah, I, I actually did that a couple of times to like try to impress that person to be like, oh, I know how to use the phone for what it's really used for versus yeah. like, oh, I want to make sure that I show that person that I'm more confident in myself by actually calling them and versus like sending them a text to me like, hey, what's up? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah, just that whole i'm glad i don't have to do that anymore and that lies and yes. i are just like we are who we are and we love each other for who we yeah. who we are so it's like we don't have to worry about that kind of thing but mm-hmm. um yeah i mean it, it, like virtual dating these days is just it is weird it's definitely it is weird. a weird thing and <laughs> i like well, going back again once more to that mom remember that mom at perkins that was talking <laughs> that mom where she was like, my daughter's seeing that one guy off of Tinder. I'm oh, like, yeah. yeah, he's banging. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Tinder is for bang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was excellent. Um, now we're on to uh, the questions for you, Andrew, from Ooh. people who tweeted at you. Oh. We got a couple questions. Great. Um, the first one is from uh, Jacob Delio on Twitter. Nice. Uh because uh, I, I mentioned, we'll get to my question at the end, because it's the one that I think a lot of people in the community know you for. Sure. And, but I'll wait for, oh, wait for that one. Oh, yeah, I know what you're yeah. saying. <laughs> um, he wants to know if you your famous hugs actually have the power to instantly make you feel better. See, I saw him post this this question the other day. Yeah. And I was like, I have I have famous hugs. Do I have famous hugs? Are my hugs famous? What? You have famous hugs. hugs. Like a hug? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. That's my girlfriend, Liza. Yeah. Um, so I guess my hugs are famous, and I didn't know they were famous. And Jacob's like, I, I don't know if they're famous because everyone's talking about them. Uh, if I have a famous hug, I mean, I, I have, I give the bear hug. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, I don't try to squeeze too tight. Do I squeeze too tight? <laughs> it's like a live breakdown. Of I hugs. just want to make sure Liza's like on the same page with me. But um, 
really, yeah, I, I don't feel like I have a famous hug, but like, yeah, you know, I, I'm I, with you though. You, you give the bear hug. The like, I don't want to squeeze too hard, but no. I, I do want to all encompass like, yeah, just you know that kind of hug. Um, have you watched Queer Eye at all? No, okay. but I know I, I need to because it's a very uplifting show. It's, by it, it, you it. will feel so incredibly encouraged to like go uh-huh. out there and just kick ass in the world after watching a couple episodes of Queer Eye. Okay, she's going to watch Queer Eye right now. <laughs> uh, but Karamo, who's one of my favorite guys on there, he has he does this uh, this like handshake. He does it with everyone, like whether they go to like the grocery store or like the place to get a haircuts or whatever. Uh, it's like uh, it's like boom, 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 and. I, I, I'd have to do it with you in person to like show you yeah. exactly how to do it. And I just like, I like that kind of thing where it's like, Oh, we kind of have like a secret handshake or like we can do like a secret hug. Like some people have secret hugs where like they hug a certain way. I don't know. That's yeah. But yeah, I guess I have famous hugs, which is pretty cool. Nice. I didn't even know. I'll have to patent <laughs> it. I need the money. <laughs> uh, so before I get to the other question, sure. I'm going to ask you mine. Uh, why do you hate Africa so much? And by Africa, I mean the song. <laughs> I, I should have prefaced that better. Should have prefaced that just a little bit. More. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Love the country Africa. Yeah, but uh, Africa by Toto. What's the, what's your issue with it? By Toto. Now, here's the thing. Let's. I. I've been asked this question before. I try mm-hmm. to give my answer as best as possible. I think people might just come off and be like, "I think you just hate the song." Mm-hmm. I think my 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 thing is that I've broken down the lyrics as best as possible. Like I've honestly like looked at them on like lyrics.com or whatever website. And I'm like, this shit doesn't make any sense. This does not make any (laughs) sense. And I don't understand why white people (laughs) specifically white people love that song. And I don't understand why y'all like, like twerk to that shit. Like it just does not make any sense to me. Like I bless the rains down in Africa. Well, number one, it barely, I can't say it barely rains in Africa because I don't live in there. But what? Are you coming to the defense of Africa by Toto? Now, here's the thing. So, it just, the song doesn't make any sense. And once a white person hears the song, and I know I'm not trying to get all racist, but mm-hmm. I just, I'm just saying, like, white people love that song, and I don't know why. And mm-hmm. once they hear those lyrics, they, it's something overtakes their body, and I'm like, why why this song why do you yeah. relate to this song and i i don't know maybe it's just a bunch of white guys singing about africa and they were like you know hey we really need that one hit single and they're like bum, 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 ba-dum, bum, bum. and they're like holy shit we got it and then they just yeah. made that shit they and now other they have like two other songs <laughs> anyways so, <laughs> i'm sorry for the live commentary for the live <laughs> we just i just i'm i'm trying to just like understand but I think it's just because you know white people they just love harmonies, and I think Africa's got a great harmony. Maybe it's that. You know, like I can hear it in my so head much. right now, and I'm like, all right, all right. But then I'm like, no, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> immediately, yeah, no. immediately, no. I'm like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why do you love this? And so mm-hmm. I can't squander someone's love for it. You know, I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't like. I should. I'm not hating people for loving that song. I just. I just don't agree with it, all right? And gotcha. so okay. Greg Miller knows me as that guy yeah. uh, that hates Africa by Toto. When I went to Extra Life this last year, he was playing that shit all weekend long, and I, <laughs> I couldn't take it anymore. Um, 
but I mean, you know, shout out to all of you out there that love Africa by Toto. I, I can't judge you for that. I shouldn't judge yeah. you for that, but I, I'm sure that song was going to be played at prom and someone was going to dedicate it to me and I was probably going to have to get up on stage and like do some sort of dance, but <laughs> it's just not going to happen. So if someone's, I, Kyle, I nominate you. As, okay, sure. As, as tribute. <laughs> we'll, we'll live stream it for you. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, someone FaceTime me in, please. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I'm, I don't know, man. It's just, I, you know, shout out to Trevor Starkey. He bought me because we did Extra Life uh, Secret uh, Secret Santa. Uh-huh. And uh, he got me and bought me Lego Harry Potter and then Africa's Greatest Hits. And number one on there is Africa by Toto. And yeah. Liza was bumping that shit all Christmas time. <laughs> So, nice. uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. <laughs> All right. That's a very, that was a very well thought out answer. Yeah. I'm, I try, I, I'm trying. I, I, I'm trying. <laughs> I just want people to understand if they're listening to this and they're like, why does he hate that song? Like, I'm still trying to understand. But it's just, there's something that when I hear that song, I'm like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> so. I got to leave. I got to leave. Uh, and so following up on that one is um, at Sloppy Midkiff on Twitter. I believe is uh, it's Bobby. Uh what about the safety dance? Do you hate that too? Uh is that the one that goes no. No, uh safety dance is uh you can dance if you want to. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. leave your friends behind. Cuz that that starts out with the the synth that goes Oh yeah. Yeah, I guess it does. You can leave your friends. I always thought they said you can leave your pants behind. But it's actually friends. Is it friends? Yeah, it's friends. I believe it's friends. If it's pants, I I mean that I don't works too. I'll leave my forever. pants behind. But um, <laughs> no, I'm a fan of that. Um, okay, I wouldn't be you know playing that song on repeat. But you know, if I got some liquor in me, I'll do the safety dance for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely, for yeah. sure, I'll do the safety dance. Yeah. All right, Andrew. That brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, this was this was fantastic. <laughs> Two hours long. Is this the yeah, longest one? This is the longest one. This is yeah. the longest time I've ever. That's been great. on uh like a solo podcast yeah. like this before we were so talking great. about tinder yeah. we were talking a lot about baseball sorry yes. y'all. no don't I... be sorry <laughs> don't be sorry it was fun it was fun yeah uh so tell the people out there where they can find you and all the stuff that you do yeah so like i said before i used to do a podcast called private chat it is coming back you can still find it on itunes um the last episode i did was from awkward pause uh sam atherton if you know who that is, um, definitely go on there, check it out, listen to our past episodes. Um, you know, like I said, I'm still working on the new format, hopefully getting that up and running here. You know, I'll post that episode with Kyle and Ben Bellevue, um, eventually, and then start releasing the new stuff and then, you know, go from there. But, um, yeah, go check it out on iTunes. There's some great stuff on there. I've had some great guests on there before. So, um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, that's probably the best place to find me because, like I said, I'm not on Facebook anymore. Mm-hmm. I am on Instagram, but I don't really pimp that out because it's just Instagram and Instagram's yeah. nothing special. But mm-hmm. if you want to follow me on Twitter, definitely go ahead and do so. My username is Papa Drew Bear. It sounds like it's or it's spelled like it sounds. P a p a d r e w b e a r. So perfect. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at whodatninja73 on Twitter, PSN, everywhere. I also have an Instagram, but I don't. I don't have one single post. I just, so I have a lot of posts, and I have like a thousand posts. But oh wow, I just, nice. I just don't. Instagram yeah. is just weird for me. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I just use it to like other people's stuff. I always have three hundred and seventy follows, 
followers on Instagram. But like huh. for some reason it never goes below that and then a bunch of people follow me and it gets like 380 and then like a week later all those people unfollow me and I'm like what is happening it's all like <laughs> random accounts too like Fortnite yeah. Fortnite V-Bucks just follow me on Twitter or not Twitter on Instagram yeah a bunch of like Vikings fans accounts follow me on Twitter it's like mm. all right so I follow for follow business yeah it's like I'm yeah. not I'm not following you back I'm sorry I don't follow fan accounts yeah. usually so um, if you enjoy PlayStation and PlayStation podcasts, uh, I do one with another kind of funny best friend, Mr. Badbit on Twitter. It's called The Trophy Room. Uh, you can find the video at Badbit Games on YouTube, and The Trophy Room is on iTunes and everywhere you can listen to podcast services. Uh, you can follow this show on Twitter at BFS Talk Funny and on iTunes everywhere, Best Friends Talk Funny. Do the podcasting thing, rate it five stars, comment. If you want to be on the show, hit me up. I would love to meet a new best friend and get your face out into the community because this community, as we've talked about, is very loving and supporting. Yeah. And I want to highlight those people. So yeah. hit me up if you want to be on the show. Yeah. Um, and without further ado, remember, be kinder to one another. Bye. Amen. Bye.